podcast. I usually gotta yell a little bit in the beginning so that you know get ready. I, gotta, I need to do laps around this room so just to get in a spirit. Pump it up. Yes. If you if you ever want to hear a really good yes, you should listen to uh, a song called "Be" by Common. There's never been the word yes spoken in such a beautiful manner. Anyways, what's up, people? Welcome to Creative Theory Podcast, the show that brings you conversations with visual artists about how they got to where they got, what their day to day is like what their struggles are, what their goals are, thoughts on the art world, and a lot, a lot more. Uh, my name is Ilya. I realize uh, when I listen back to his recordings that I forget to say my name, but that's not so important. It's all about the guest. And today we got a pretty incredible artist in the room. She's a designer, a uh, fine artist, and uh, I think we'll have to figure out which one comes first. Uh, illustrator, creative. She is also one of the hardest working artists Aww, I think I know. That's Amazing. Sweet. Tyranny Milne. By the way, I always forget. Milne? Is that how you say it? Milne, yeah. Milne. Okay. That's right. Nailed it. You're Thanks, so good. Uh, Even getting my first name right. That's impressive. <laughs> how, how, how do people mess it up? Oh, a million ways. Even my grandmother couldn't pronounce it properly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, she is not allowed to mispronounce yeah. it. At least uh, we get it past. Thanks, yeah. Thanks so Hello. much for making it to the show. Thank you for having me. Um, we are currently on Hastings Street in Vancouver in uh, Save on Meats and uh, so it happens that Tierney just finished a mural on this exact building just a couple of days ago, right? Yes, a couple of days ago. And Although uh, it's hard to, I don't know, it doesn't even feel like a couple of days ago. <laughs> we we're working through the night. Yeah, and you're just saying you're actually just adjusting from the night shift. So you got to... Uh, yes. Do you want to say, uh, speak a little bit about the process on that one? Definitely. Uh, we were only able to work on this mural uh, outside Save on Meats during the evening when the restaurant had closed. So uh, it was a very, <laughs> very <laughs> challenging process. Yeah, we were working from about 8 p.m. to 6 or even as late as 7 a.m. It was, uh, yeah, well, I've never really done much graveyard shifts before, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Little did you know that when you got into arts and uh, I guess we should mention you're freelancing. You do, you, luckily, you don't have to go to any next like a job. No, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, yeah, I didn't think I'd be in, in for that, but <laughs> it was fun. It was a really good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, before uh, we continue for people, uh, I, I just saw you posted a video of the process. Um, and so if, while you're listening, if you want to check it out, it's at Tierney Mill on Instagram. Instagram, uh, yeah. So tier, uh, you'll ha- you guys will have to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, about murals. And actually, so as I mentioned, one of the hardworking artists I know, I think you've been, uh, it's been really cool to follow along and see the kind of projects you've been getting. Uh, it seems like quite a lot of murals lately, right? Yeah, as the weather improves, uh, we've seen more of them pop up, yeah. although we've been working a lot in terrible weather too this season. We painted one in the snow. Actually? And yeah, oh, it was uh, awful. Was that Maker Lab? Uh, Eastside Flea. Eastside Flea, okay. Yeah, yeah, so we've been really getting down to like layering and figuring out how to work in the cold, but yeah, there's been a lot of murals lately. So, so what you're saying is that you don't say no? No, I I love them too much, and it's really I, for me. It's really about bringing people together to do them. I okay. I don't often do solo murals anymore, just for my own enjoyment. Yeah, um, yeah. I can, but yeah, it's so fun just you to kind of like put a little team together and make it sort of a little block party event. You're you know? building the squad. Do you yeah. do you already have the A team, or are you still slowly building it? There's an ever-growing team, yeah, yeah that nice. I can call on. It's really cool. People are so excited. I think after Mural Fest, especially, to just mm-hmm. like get their hands dirty and just find a low-pressure way of, of like you know just getting experience. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's been a lot of people. That's pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. I think the fact that 
it is out there and it's visible, but also because it's so big. I mean, all those things combined make sense that people yeah. want to join you, but then you also want people to help out. Yeah, and it's it's really low risk for them because inevitably I'm gonna you know touch up anything that doesn't <laughs> quite work out. So you do, know, do they all get offended? He's like, ah, yeah. that, that brushstroke was so nice, and then you Jenny know, came along. I might wait till after they leave. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. It's super fun uh, to meet people that way. Are, are you gonna be like? Uh, what's his name damien hurst or like you're gonna have a like a, a, a work uh no what do you call it? like uh you're gonna just like a team of artists working for you you're gonna come and put some pressure no, no no you're not no, gonna turn into that no this is not where this is going is what no you're saying. i felt that <laughs> way at the the exhibit at the vancouver art gallery when you see the process videos of yeah. him and he's kind of like dictating to a team of 800 <laughs> to like exactly. screen print every little thing for him and i, I don't know just that's I, not your thing i don't think i could you do don't think you're no. going that way <laughs> no because like if you want to make money as an artist if you're really like if you want to make big money it seems like the people who are in that world and they're earning lots it seems to be the tactic even um at the vancouver art gallery mm -hmm. um Murakami, yeah. yeah i think uh, same same thing with him but uh, from what i heard at least he gives a lot more credit to the team that he works with oh i'm sure i think just being that removed from it though maybe i'm like a control freak or something but i i can't imagine not really you'll never let it go yeah. It. yeah 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 i don't know um and i guess um as far as murals go, do you see, do you have uh, goals for where this practice is going? Not exactly, although I feel like I had a bit of an epiphany when we were working on um, this basketball court mural during the summer, mm -hmm. this last summer, because for the first time it wasn't, you know, just for um, an office space, which is still great and I love doing those, mm -hmm. but, you know, it wasn't just kind of inside and, and for a very specific audience. It was suddenly really just more broadly appreciated and accessible for people mm. and they could go and and play and like seeing kids just really enjoying the space especially um i think i'd like to do more things that are just more publicly publicly accessible so that was a revelation yes i yeah. think so yeah you, you just don't want to stay inside anymore I mean, I will, <laughs> especially if it's snowing. Maybe I'll, you know, take an inside mural instead of That's those because nice we're in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. the weather's getting crazier, yeah. Uh, crazier <laughs> in a good way or a bad way? I think both. Yeah. I, we're, getting, we're getting to be more like the East Coast, maybe, where you get both, both extremes more often. Yeah. yeah. And you're from Montreal? Yes, yeah. Born there, but raised here. So mm -hmm. I feel like... I could never move back. But you know what the winters are like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so no, they're very, very yeah. extreme. You can you have to deal with like negative 40 all the way to positive 40. Uh, you're right, though. At least like here, even in winter, you can still paint a mural. It's, yeah. It's bad, but it's manageable. Like, it I've was. Well. We yeah. were actually getting away with it. Like the yeah. paint was, was... It was drying. Yeah, yeah, it was mm -hmm. drying. I remember it's one thing. Uh, I was doing one and it was like January or February or something like that. And I didn't... I mean, I don't know about you, but every day I just had to check the weather or like, you know, a couple of yeah. times just to make sure it's, and I would paint after work. So it'd be, you know, like 7 p.m. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be dry painted and then it rained the next day came back and, and I used this like quinacridone red. I so well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel you. Did that happen to you? Yeah. <laughs> just poured. <laughs> Painting the tight club, um, little basketball mural thing okay. a couple of weeks ago. It was, we only had three days to do it and wow. we couldn't. We just had to deal with the weather, but it was raining for a lot of it and a lot of dripping, and it's just, wow. it just hurts your Wait, soul. Wait, what was this one? Um, in Eastman at uh, Tight Club Athletics. Okay. Yeah, they have like a little back kind of basketball I just, uh, court. I just have to oh, okay. See, I'm just trying to remember because I've seen what. Well, has a big happy I've face. I've seen on what it. you uh, posted, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, for everyone who's listening, you see how she's mentioning murals like uh, one <laughs> last week, one two They're weeks all ago, one three weeks ones, ago. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I find a lot of my most favorite projects are self initiated, so it's, it's fun. Because nobody tells you what to do? 
not even for that, but there's just so much satisfaction at the end when it when it works out and and you know that you've kind of played a big role in in making it happen and mm-hmm. get you know I don't know catalyzing it. Yeah, no, yeah. I can totally relate to that, and especially when it's something that that is that big. Yeah, you get a pretty good feeling. It's not the same as you know if you made a let's say like twenty by thirty a piece at home. No, those it are feels great good. too. I'm I, so, I know it feels that. good. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> no, but it, it's just. It, by the fact of the medium and the scale it just yeah. it feels different but also one thing i've noticed is just like uh, you get immediate response yeah you know while with your work i mean unless you're posting it but even then you know unless until you got an art show you're yeah yeah i i haven't done an art show in a while but i'd like to and in the meantime i feel like the murals yeah they're yeah. sort of these high impact really satisfying fun i don't know productions to work on I used to work in theater and for me it feels very similar to sort of assembling a cast you know you get your your video people and your projection person and like your photo people just having and all the painters and getting Mm -hmm. to bring them all together and really like manage that is that what you did in theater which I was a stage manager wow so I worked yeah on on musical theater productions and I would just like be doing all the scheduling and you know documenting where everyone was going on on stage and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so for me yeah this is my my little foray into sort of stage managing. That's cool. And was that here in Vancouver? Yeah, yeah, it was on the the North Shore and, and in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a that's a pretty interesting start from uh, <laughs> there to now. Uh, yeah, it's arts. been a journey. Uh, I do want to chat about the art show you brought up a little later, but um, as far as uh, murals and the medium, what apart from a couple of things you mentioned, like what specifically makes it special for you? Because y- as you said, you it doesn't look like you're going to stop. But no, I. It's not even about the painting necessarily. Like I'm not married to the medium of painting, but I really enjoy getting to work with a client um, to really think about the space that it's going into Mm -hmm. and uh, how it can really work with that space to make people feel a certain way. So for me, my my background too, I studied uh, psychology at UBC. So for me, it's like the psychology of a space, whether it's uh, outdoors where people are going to be playing or whether it's in their office or wherever it might be. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the part that I get most excited about with murals, strangely. That's awesome. So what would be the first, like, let's say, like the main criteria you think about when you start on a project? Like, is it the client's, I mean, I guess like feel or is it's it's like, does like the space come first? Like, uh, yeah, it's kind of like approaching a design brief because in school, um, I feel like I'm just jumping all over the no, place. No, no, but no, when, when I, I did after I finished psychology, yeah. I went into advertising and illustration, like a, a program for that. So awesome. we were always working on briefs and trying to really think about the client and, and designing for, you know, what's right for them, not necessarily what they're telling you they want, like being able to <laughs> translate those things and, and try and work on presentations to really like massage them into I'm a concept. trying to sell it to them. Yeah, yeah. And, and doing it in a way that feels, you know, authentic and stuff. I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. So for me starting there you know hearing about what their goal is like how how their personality can shine through translated through your style you know and Mm -hmm. and how all those pieces work together uh do you want to speak a little bit more about the psychology and how that uh how did that was so your first choice was not art um no for some reason i thought Art would not be, I don't know, a real <laughs> career choice for Who me. Who told you that? Ah, I don't. No one really, actually. Really? Like okay. my parents never said that. They were very supportive. I always did art, but mm-hmm. um, I really wanted to be in sciences. I think I had this idea of like being a doctor and having that be, you know, very respectable and co- and I felt very passionate very nice. about it at the time. Yeah. yeah. But after doing psychology and and seeing how you could apply psychology. Uh, and really, I think it was like more the applied psychology that I got excited about. 
But so what changed then? How many years did it take for you to realize that's not where um, go? I got to the end of my degree and I was working, doing marketing and like advertising on the side while I was doing my degree. So after <laughs> I finished, I'm like, I need to study this. You're cheating on psychology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I went right away into another program after that. Wow. Cool. So uh, I guess school after school. That's good. So you much school. Yeah. I could have been a doctor by now. Would yeah. you <laughs> Ten <laughs> it's years. It's okay. You're making really cool things. Would yeah. you, would, do you think you would go back to school? Would you consider? No. No, no I don't. You're done with I, that? No. Art. <laughs> It's really exciting, and I think I've now realized that you don't really need to be in school at this point to, to g- branch into new areas. You mm-hmm. can really break into them sort of organically and, and pick up skills on your own and just learn on the job, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't think I would, yeah, I don't think I'd go back. Are you pretty good at teaching yourself? In the past, I have been. I'm really <laughs> trying <the> <laughs> to motivate myself right now to learn 3D <laughs> software. It's like my current thing i'm getting inspired by our mutual friend mark illing yeah, yeah. who's really Hello, mark. S- teaching awesome. himself everything about 3d yeah. software um so yeah that's mine is that the future 3d yes. that's where it's going i think i need to yeah. i feel left behind i don't know everyone's learning so much new software well you're you're playing a lot with projection that seemed like is that the yeah. main motivator yeah i'm re- i've always been really excited by the digital realm mm-hmm. and I started playing with Photoshop when I was like nine, and oh, wow. you know I've always like I've always loved that that side of things. But um, finding ways to bring together the, like traditional and digital is is really exciting to mm-hmm. me. So you know ha- making um, kind of extruded uh, physical tactile pieces and then throwing projections onto them is a really cool sort of mm-hmm. marriage of that for me. I can definitely relate to that, and I, I think it's interesting within those mediums how to um, uh, gain benefits out of both at the same time because one is like you said tactile the other one can be limitless mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was wondering unless that's not the goal is how to because you can spend a lot of time in digital and then kind of like how to make sure that that time is uh, is as useful as possible as maximized let's say well the thing is that you do graphic design you understand like and uh, i think uh, quite often i see you start in digital and then go to traditional yeah anyway so what, what i'm saying is like uh, how can you find ways of having the digital product also be um, part of the final piece totally whether it's like yeah. will you make prints of it that would be digital and then people can compare or maybe they can have see both mm-hmm I know there was no question there, but maybe what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, incorporating it into your, into sharing your process, mm-hmm. I think is cool. People always love seeing sort of a peek behind the curtain mm-hmm. and being able to share that's interesting. But also, um, I don't know, for me, projecting is just that. Like being able, it's so magical to see something that seems sort of mundane on your computer screen, some sort of digital whatever, mm-hmm. and then be projecting it onto any kind of surface that has those variations and mm-hmm. things going on immediately. You're like, wow, that digital image is so cool totally. now in my physical space. So I don't know. I, I see you post those photos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, get, I get so excited. Like it, it really, really doesn't cool. get old to me. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> yeah. amazing. And I love how also it can wrap around the form. And I guess that's yeah. what you're playing with yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Especially if it's like, yeah, even organic, like some photos you, you take where you're projecting onto yourself in the way the college band, mm-hmm. unlimited possibilities. Totally. Basically. Yeah, yeah. My friend is working on some um, projection mapping kind of technique right now where you could map onto your hands and kind of move them around. And track it. Yeah. Oh. So neat. Like there's just everything's changing so yeah. quickly and there's just so many opportunities there. It's really exciting. I guess it's just like, it's like you said, you got to stay on top of the software basically because that's like a lot of it is very accessible. Yeah. yeah. Or just stay in touch with people who know about that that's <laughs> kind of just keep everywhere. i don't know i found in school i just couldn't code i really tried mm-hmm. and i wanted to learn and like be on top of that but 
at this point, uh, my brain, I don't know, it just doesn't yeah. seem to work well with it. And I just like to know people who know how to code. Exactly. Hey, once better. again, keep building that A team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, uh, myself, it's a slow realization of like, oh, I actually don't think I can do everything I want to do. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a outsource. hard pill to swallow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, but then you're saying here that you you would not let go of that process, which is cool because I I I wouldn't be. I'm just like you. I would not want to not touch a piece that's being created that's supposed yeah. to be part of you know something I'm making. Well, I think you also get sort of interesting, happy accidents when you translate back and forth between traditional and digital. Yeah. I find for myself, anyways, and you never really know what sort of interesting texture might be added. I don't know, you know, mm -hmm. something comes up. So yeah. it's it's fun to keep moving back and forth between the two throughout your process, I think. Are you going to start doing 3D printing as well once you figure out that 3D world? Oh, I'm actually working on a collaboration with a friend where he's 3D printing oh. some patterns and then we're going to like paint on top of them. I, there I you know, go. there's yeah. always something to play around See, with. See, you're doing everything. <laughs> I, th I think you're actually doing <laughs> That's awesome. I uh, have a hard time focusing on one thing. It's I like to keep my hands in a lot of a lot of different but you buckets? seem to be um you, you seem to be finishing pieces though even though you like you, you say you may be distracted in that sense i'm trying they're slowly getting finished yeah. there's a lot of unfinished actually things yeah, in my say, apartment right yeah. now. <laughs> tell me how many how many pieces or projects you have on the go that are not finished right now probably like 10 okay, five wow. to ten yeah oh yeah, wow. yeah. <laughs> in various stages yeah. of completion some are just ideas but you know ideas that i know i'm gonna do which one are you most excited about Oh boy, that's hard. You have to pick a baby. Um, I think right now, uh, my friend Dylan and I, Dylan Ham, we're talking about doing a photo collaboration where um, we're going to be laser cutting mm -hmm. a whole bunch of different shapes and things like that and then hanging them in mm -hmm. front of people and doing kind of different portraiture. But I'm excited about the challenge of, of getting to create kind of real 3D shapes mm -hmm. and, and getting to play with the depth that you hang them at and, and how that affects the portrait and how the person's interacting with them. I don't know. Is What's the object going to cover the person? Uh, partially. Mm. It'll depend. There's going to be different What's compositions. Um, some of it will be uh, uh, semi-transparent acrylic. Yes, we talked some about that. Some of it will <laughs> be probably painted um, foam or MDF. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, that sounds really getting cool. to play with those kind of skills, the the making skills, um, mm -hmm. is something I'm excited about right now. And when you're doing all of these projects, um, do you always have a goal in mind for where to go with it or with applications, or does that come after? It really depends. For some of these self-initiated ones, I think it's especially the collaborations. It's just things that we've wanted to have an excuse to work wi on or with mm -hmm. for a while and I find with client work most of the time I'm doing something s in self-initiated first that's mm -hmm. then inspiring a client to be like oh you do that I want that that's and awesome. so uh, well otherwise they're never going to know that I'm either interested in it or am doing it or want to be doing it more so I figure yeah mm -hmm. Yeah, it's usually an outcome of like, I'd like to do this and I'd like an excuse to try it out first. But it's a way better way. Uh, it seems to be a better way to go because then they're not asking you to be something else or trying to be like someone else where yeah. they well, they're asking you to be you. Exactly. I mean, they still often ask you to be someone else yeah. in a way, but you know, still. You just got to dodge those. Just <laughs> yeah. dodge him. And Stay you <laughs> as much as possible, <laughs> I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> pretend, you pretend you didn't hear anything. Yeah. Okay, before I move away from murals, I want to ask that. And you don't have to talk numbers, but... Um, as far as doing murals over other art, um, what do you financially do you find that, like, let's say compared to, I mean, art shows or other projects, would you say that's out of all the things you could be doing that the most 
profitable maybe is that the right word like as far as like making money through art yeah i I think it depends on the season to be honest but um when it when it's going well i'd say i'm making most of my money from from murals wow um when it's not, then you know, no. I'll do other the commissions yeah, or, yeah. or more design work or mm-hmm. whatever it might be. Like, it's always kind of flexing and changing. Um, but yeah, I think it can be profitable mm-hmm. if, you, if you make a point of working with people who respect the worth and, and value mm-hmm. of your time and also the thing that you're creating. So I think there's, I, I do think that Mural Fest is helping that by just like giving visibility and, mm-hmm. and, and importance to these pieces. But there are still a lot of people in the city, I think, who don't think that it's worth very much or that you yeah. should be able to do it for exposure or whatever oh, of course yeah, yeah. of course yeah with exposure but the yeah. problem is that uh, i think that's just all arts in general i know like, I unless know. people are artists often they yeah they don't realize the amount of effort and work it goes into it yeah i think the the, the reason i was asking about murals i think the kind of the saving grace there is because of scale people at least kind of kind of grasp onto that where they feel like oh that that will take a lot of time because look how big it is where you know a painting can take <laughs> I'd like to think so yeah? although some yeah. people i don't know because yeah, yeah. a painting can take more time than a mural but then yeah. people can be like oh was that like 50 dollars yeah like, how <laughs> small oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so i feel like yeah that's why, that's why at least with murals when let's say whatever you're charging mm-hmm. you can kind of people at least justify it in their mind a little bit more you know what i mean totally you know? i know some people that charge per square foot or whatever at least you can yeah it's a bit easier to potentially price i guess Mm -hmm. although i don't usually find that it's easier to price but yeah it can be pricing is just not easy at all (laughs) (laughs) you gotta feel it out every time yeah yeah yeah. but uh, so out of because you can you can do so many things you can Mm -hmm. wear so many hats like you said whether it's design work uh you know fine art murals and all the other things in between there yeah would you say uh, yeah see because design work, depending on the clients, can be pretty good, too. Like yeah, and I I don't know, and it kind of bleeds into other areas. Like, I was working on um, a project that hasn't c- been completed yet, but it, it's going to be sort of like a wall mural, but all sort of three-dimensional and laser cut from different layers mm. of, of MDF. So, mm-hmm. it, I don't know. Like, it, I didn't think I'd ever be doing that. I don't necessarily have the skill set for making a large sort of wood don't say that. wall, but now just, I'm just excited, you know? <laughs> like, where, you know, once you do it, you, you do it. That's how you know how to do it. I think that's yeah. the only it's the best way to go yeah yeah um let's get uh, let's get back on track here so when i was looking on your uh, website in your bio you wrote let's see we're oh not boy. doing com- oh boy, <laughs> is I that an old one i don't know what i wrote oh what <laughs> yeah let's find out what it is uh when not doing commercial pieces tyranny pursues her own artwork mural and stop motion animation projects oh yeah. okay. um but <laughs> you mentioned that you're worried doing passion projects so how much of your commercial work is like are the lines blurring between the they're definitely yeah? blurring yeah they're blurring a lot and I it's tricky I think I've done a string of kind of passion projects that are more on the pro bono end mm-hmm. recently and then I know it often swings full back to only yep. doing commercial pieces for a while mm-hmm. and then you know I don't know it's all over the place it hasn't really been like a consistent pattern yet yep. but I like doing all of it does it mean you're happier lately because you're doing the project like like I said you're <sighs> It's it's yeah. tricky because then you're happier in your soul, but then like your bank account is so angry, <laughs> and then when my bank account's happy, and my soul is often not as happy. You so feel you like know. a sellout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can never win. Maybe one day they'll Maybe be one day. Yeah. yeah, I think more and more that's that's the goal, right? More and more you're working with people who actually do have money and also respect your creative input and vision and yeah. those two things will come together or in their mind they can justify paying you you're like oh yeah. this person has done it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah we're all working up the same but, hill but <laughs> what you talked about the the pro bono the work mm-hmm. you, i mean usually 
as you just mentioned, a lot of that would lead to paying projects eventually. Yeah, it's like exactly. you said, you have to do it to show that you can do it and then... Yeah, I don't mind here and there. Sometimes it gets a bit much and you're mm -hmm. like, okay, I can't handle any of these mm -hmm. exposure projects or whatever oh, yeah. it is, but I'm still feeling good about the ones that I do and you mm -hmm. have to be selective, I think. I'm always torn with that and especially there's quite a bit of talk ab about that in the um, entertainment, like animation or game industry. Yeah. Um, on that side, I often people uh, here say that you shouldn't work for free because you're, what you're doing like if a studio can get away with making you work three extra hours a day for overtime and you're doing it for free you're basically saying that that's okay and everyone else should do the same thing mm -hmm. so at least like in the in this kind of the entertainment world i can see how you shouldn't do it because you're basically hurting others so it's like for you sure. shouldn't work for too little because once again that gives a precedent that maybe that's hard it should get paid and it's mm -hmm. a weird one but then you know f on this side where it's like these commercial but like freelance solo projects where it's a tough one in my mind you know it's like you're saying exposure work you know it's been a huge conversation in the art world yeah i'm against exposure work for the <laughs> honestly i am like, I like the, that the that's the what i think it's a thing exposure the, well, work. Uh, you know sometimes i'll say yes to projects where i know i'm either not going to make any money or maybe i'll even lose money i don't know mm -hmm. you know s certain scenarios where i'm just so excited about the idea of bringing this into life that i as an independent kind of freelancer decide okay i'm gonna do this and i can afford to do this this time mm -hmm. because it's worth it to me to get this into my portfolio and i really want to do it so yeah. like i'll do that now and then but usually I'll, I'll either charge full price or do something for free like i don't like the idea of doing it like heavily heavily discounted because mm -hmm. then i think yeah. you do fall into this weird place where you're just giving them weird expectations about what the work is worth totally yeah i guess it's just about being realistic and yeah i'm, I'm not saying i haven't done it i've done that before as well where i've done projects for it's like either for free or you know you, you can see the benefits where they're going yeah. the people you work for you respect so you're okay with doing that but yeah it's just a really tricky area it's find. so tricky yeah. it's so tricky and it's very easy to feel kind of taken advantage of potentially you know and especially when you're halfway into the project right yeah <laughs> when I it mean, hits you yeah. in the beginning you're like yeah this is gonna be the best thing and then you realize the texture of the wall sucks and you're like oh yeah. this is gonna take and like as your times. days pass by <laughs> you see the, <laughs> the numbers <laughs> flying by you're like oh i would have made this much or yeah, you can't <laughs> think about that no you no can't. no definitely not it's like <laughs> when you go shopping and re realize like if you buy something you're like oh this would have this cost me this this many hours of my life yes <laughs> never yeah. think that way i know it's hard not to sometimes <laughs> as a freelancer yeah totally um do you so let's see you were um, i think when i met you i think you were at lululemon actually yes so probably yeah. you did the you did the big big move from studio work to freelance and i think i was yes i think that's where around i uh, met you how was the how was that transi transition it was really great at the time because uh because I think I was really ready to get out of there. I, I loved being there, but I just doing kind of the nine to five and then coming home and having a quick dinner and then working from, you know, seven to one and then getting up again. Like it was just, mm -hmm. when you do that months on end, it, it just wears you down so much. And mm -hmm. so many opportunities were coming up that I felt restricted by work hours and mm -hmm. I couldn't really pull them off. So it seemed like a really smart choice at the time. It wasn't very difficult. I think as awesome. it I mean, as it went on, it got more difficult. I love how you said. Know. See, you did drop there at the time. Yeah. I, was <laughs> I was waiting for this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're kind of riding the high for a while, and it's still great. Like, the, obviously, there's there's trade offs for mm -hmm. for of being course. freelance, but I, I still love 
freedom over over anything I think and that's why mm-hmm. I stayed doing it but yeah I mean socially it's such a shock I yeah. was working in a, a place with a thousand people and you have you know friends to go and you'd work out mm. all the time and, and that was part classes. of your work day you were essentially getting paid to yeah. like work out and then it switches to you being like I gotta get myself like out of my desk <laughs> to like do some push-ups or something <laughs> alone in my office <laughs> like it's just a big shift are you okay with being alone yeah, I think in general. I guess that's why it's been working. Yeah, yeah. it works. Like yeah. you just have to find ways to pull people into your life, which is for me how, why murals and, and making mm. that a social thing is so fun and like important to me. When you made the switch, when you did make the decision, did you did you think you were comfortable financially? Yeah, yeah. I was. I was getting paid pretty well there. I was in a good spot. So I feel like I was able to save up enough that I felt comfortable making that switch. But, and also jobs were coming up That's what I was regularly saying, but enough. You that saw enough jobs that you would yeah. be, okay. Yeah, 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 I saw enough jobs and it seemed like a good trajectory. It seemed like things were kind of building momentum mm-hmm. and yeah, it seemed, go- seemed good. I'm, I feel like I'm the kind of person who would want wanted to be kind of a little bit safe i don't think i'm it definitely didn't feel safe like i didn't like oh like everything's gonna be a-okay like there's definitely risk and a sense of risk and but there was part of me that felt like if i didn't do it um i was just gonna wonder Mm. if what would what it could have been like if i'd put all of my energy into doing it and i was worried that i was gonna regret that later on and feel like Oh, like, why did I play it safe? Or why did I have these golden handcuffs? Why didn't I, you know, just, yeah. like, really give it a try? So, yeah. No, I but what I meant is that, um, at least to me, it makes sense to do it when you do see work coming, rather yeah. than, like, hey, uh, I have one week project freelance. It's time to, to- switch to freelance totally, for a Totally, 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 yeah. I'm sure a hundred of the projects are kind of in right after. You, you yeah, it was, it was definitely where uh, the situation where it was so busy that I decided to leave work, like, kind yeah. of thing, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's a it really fun. good place to be in. Oh, what was the hardest part of the transition? Although I guess you said it was easy, so maybe. It's not uh, I think just the lack of consistency, yeah. the lack of schedule for yourself, you know, just having to really be on top of that every day and, and knowing, uh, I guess, too, even though things were busy for quite a while when I went freelance, there are times when it's not super busy and yeah. then, like, the psychology of that and, and, you know, not overthinking it and not being like, it's because I'm <laughs> no longer like relevant and I should stop, you know, like, classic artist. Yeah. Stuff, there's right? yeah. all those <laughs> mind games that go on. So like riding that wave and like, yeah. okay, let me work on my website, you know, yeah. things like that. And, and learning how to like deal with those patterns as you get through the first year of freelance. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you good at promoting yourself? I don't know. Is Instagram working for you? I that? only go on Instagram. I yeah. really enjoy it. I think you need to do what you enjoy because I think some people try and do Instagram and they hate it and you can tell that it's like pulling teeth for them whereas other people really enjoy it and then you can sh- that kind of shines through too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't really do much else. But, but what if they... So you're saying if they don't want to do Instagram, how do they, what, what should they do? They got to promote I don't themselves. know, maybe just in person? Maybe yeah. like a website Walk around with person. flyers. Not everyone, I guess, <laughs> is on social media but like... Yeah, it definitely helps. <laughs> you just dropped some advice. What, what 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 other things would you mention to people jumping into freelance world? Uh, make sure that you have enough self-discipline to get yeah. you by um, <laughs> and that you, you know, feel comfortable making your own schedule and, and really sticking to it and finding ways to, like, incorporate self-care into your life. I don't know. A lot of the artists I know are just terrible at it, myself included, <laughs> a lot of the time. Um, and having a good social support network where 
you have plans to meet up for coffee or, or yeah. work alongside somebody else or whatever or get into a studio or whatever it might be yeah gotta make sure people don't forget you oh yeah, yeah. no <laughs> what happened to you <laughs> no not even that just so stay sane i don't know yeah, it's yeah. like me and my cats alone for days on end sometimes i'm like oh no i need to get out of the house just turn yeah. into a cat lady <laughs> it's already yeah. happened yeah. <laughs> you're collecting cats yeah i have a couple of you them have a couple yeah, of, yeah. <laughs> gotta keep keep building it you don't paint your cats though no why not they feel neglected. They're black. They're just so? two black cats oh. <laughs> that have no... Anytime I try and photograph them even, it's, there's no oh. detail captured. They're just these blobs. So, just I don't gotta know. Just got to dye their hair. It have might work well for my style, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's two black polka dots. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I'll I really abstract them. <laughs> I see a piece coming up yeah. of your cats. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what was the most important thing you learned while uh, being at Lululemon? Ooh. Well, it was such a big company um, that I think I really learned the importance of how to just kind of work within a hierarchy, like a, a business hierarchy like that and mm -hmm. work under so many different levels and just dealing with how to get approval with all these different types of people and how to present to big rooms of people mm -hmm. um, and get your, your concepts across in like a corporate setting. That was really helpful for me, yeah. <laughs> kind of going into freelance and knowing how to present um ideas and, and really try and persuade somebody can't can't let them intimidate you no <laughs> i don't uh, yeah it's it's not very intimidating in there everyone was super friendly yeah. and yeah i don't know you're part of the this giant giant group working together yeah and i guess yeah. uh, how how's the difference in um feeling like making an impact you know what i mean like going from that to making your work yeah, was that I valuable i i uh it it was a really good place to be for me after design school because when you come out of that you're just this like haggard skeleton of a designer and you just you've been just killing yourself <laughs> for three years and for me getting to be in a place an environment where they not only paid you all well as a designer which was kind of rare for mm -hmm. you know my my classmates were getting into studios where they, they were just barely scraping by with mm -hmm. money and they're like oh do you need benefits kind of thing where lululemon you know you just get great benefits and it it was just like a nice kind of place to regroup and mentally just like get healthy again and work out before going off and doing freelance and getting unhealthy again you know <laughs> <laughs> That's like you're selling freelance as well. but i guess it, th that just shows how much you wanted to do this uh, this kind of lifestyle that you did leave such a comfortable place yeah i'd like to think that it can get to a more balanced place where mm -hmm. i'm you know it's not quite as extreme but for the time being i'm really enjoying what I'm doing and I have a lot of kind of control creative control and just control over my life and the projects and mm -hmm. yeah but you don't think you're going to do something like one year on one year off no at this point no I could see myself maybe working in some kind of agency or something later mm -hmm. down the line but or maybe making a little studio with some friends and trying oh, to yeah. do something like that yeah that sounds good yeah that'd be more up my alley I think that sounds like a good plan mm -hmm. what are you going to call it I don't know. Maybe no. I'll just come join your studio. Okay, well, we'll, we'll build a fort. We'll <laughs> yeah. start making art. It's yeah. going to be cool. Conquer all the walls. Uh, yeah, a lot of walls, so you got you to keep working on that. I know. There's a lot of space to grow into. You just got to let people, uh, get, just got to get people to give you permission. Actually, uh, that's... Uh, that is, yeah, yeah. That's the big challenge. How, is, how has it been working for you, especially since you're saying you're self-initiating, uh, doing some self-initiated projects? Yeah, it... It's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. I yeah, like it worked out well here at Save on Meats, yeah. and it worked out well at Tight Club. But okay. I think it just depends on who you know, or if you know people exactly. who know people, and yeah. just trying to bug everybody in your social network to kind yeah. of find something fruitful. Otherwise, I guess you could just randomly go around and location scout and 
I don't know, find it, someone to bug. I've about been, it. Yeah. Have and you I, been doing that? A bit. It helps yeah. to know people. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. are very scared of art for some reason and are saying yes to it. Yeah, it's true. Why do you think? Do you think there's too much bad art out there? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's weird to me because, especially now with Mural Festival going into its third yeah. year, you think that people would be really, mm-hmm. you know, really hyped about the idea of having their own, their very own mural. Yeah. yeah. But it's a work in progress. I feel like <laughs> we're winning the city over slowly. Uh, yeah, no, lately. Yeah, it's been a, a little hard, like, having been needing to find some walls and. Oh my god! It also takes so long. Like unless, yeah, if you want to do it the proper way and get the permissions, and just yeah. it, you're just going to be waiting forever. in there. Yeah, I know. We tried to do it the proper way, and it took too long. So See, we just I, oh, you did. Okay, <laughs> did I was, it the improper way. I was going to say this is why this is why I understand people who just go and paint walls. I mean, I, w- I would actually make a painting rather than yeah. uh, a couple of tags too, but yeah okay and maybe some tags are okay just don't paint do tags on my murals please oh anyway. my goodness yeah <laughs> anyways but but i totally get why people just go and do it because uh doing it the proper way can can take a while but well if you yeah if you're good at planning <laughs> if you're good at planning yeah <laughs> it works out um so you the the magical explore 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 don't even know experimentator explorator <laughs> <laughs> explorer explorer it's not explorator i'm making up words i like uh, it even in your bio uh <laughs> did i make up a word in my bio no i did oh, okay, no cute. don't worry no. <laughs> or should i say that you did <laughs> but you, you clearly you like uh, experimentation and yeah uh, definitely um I guess let's start where where do the, does that come from in you uh when i was a kid i always had these really huge um arts and crafts kits where you kind of like open it up like a book and it would just have all these sections that were nice. compartmentalized with all these different materials and i grew up just really enjoying um playing around with stuff like that and collecting a lot of things so i still do that i <coughs> literally was in the recycling room of my building <laughs> yesterday and i saw this foil paper sitting there. I was like who left this here and I took it and now I'm gonna make something <laughs> with it I I don't know I just get excited by by playing around with new materials collecting a hoarding when you're an artist it's collecting for purposes of that's art. right it's that's no right. longer it's no longer hoarding <laughs> uh, I I made a mistake where I I got a bunch of big panels and quickly realized I don't have enough time to paint mm-hmm, all of them mm-hmm. On my side, it was a bit of hoarding. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit. I've totally done that. <laughs> with um, the pallets, the wooden pallets that they oh leave yeah. out in alleys. I was like, oh, who left this here? Like, exactly, this needs right. to be in my home. But it was rotten with, like, water. <laughs> Still, I left it in my apartment forever. Yeah, it's... <laughs> See, the, the, the blessing and the curse is that the artist mind is like, wow, I could build so much stuff out yes. of this. Yes, and then you just get too busy to do yeah. it sometimes. And, and then you don't. <laughs> or you just get overwhelmed because you could do so many things with it. Yeah, that's true. So you do none. I know I do feel that way often, but I still really like I don't know collecting. It's yeah, yeah. I have a whole room of just like weird materials and stuff. Awesome. <laughs> do you know how to restrict yourself? No, no, no not well. I'd say because you know when you're presented with like unlimited options. Yeah. yeah, I think in terms of the timeline of a project or something, I can exactly. when it's when it's personal, it's a bit trickier. And that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, do you, so when you make your personal work. What's the, what are the most ideal conditions for you to finish it? When I have kind of a whole or like half a day or like a whole evening to myself and I know I'm not going to do anything else okay, and okay. I I kind of have a clear concept that I'm excited about. 
or I don't overthink it. I'm like, I just like this material and I'm just going to make something with it and not overthink that. Um, Those are really fun. But yeah, I find, especially when you have design, like little daily challenges, those can Mm -hmm. work really well for you just to like keep you from overthinking it and just constantly outputting. Totally. Because I think there's a challenge in, once again, going back to that, like the unlimited options. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's why (laughs) I found having... And it, sometimes it kind of backfires, but having deadlines of some sort. Totally, yeah. 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 Being able to kind of schedule it into your calendar is like, I'm doing personal work, you know, now mm-hmm. for these two hours or whatever. I think it helps a lot. So it's not just always like the last thing that you think about doing in your day. <laughs> yeah. But are you the kind of person who can't not make something in a day? Or you, are you, can, you, can you throw away a day and just do nothing? if I do nothing but I find especially switching back and forth between very physical jobs like these murals where I'm really 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 pushing my body and especially like this last one a couple days ago just like not sleeping all night (laughs) and you know I find it's so taxing that you're just out of sorts for days after and not very productive necessarily but um, for the most part I try and do something creative every day even if it's like I don't know, putting a bow on my cat. You know, it could be small. It could be putting googly <laughs> oh, so eyes so on cats like can be art projects. something. Yeah, <laughs> it could be whatever. Or even just going for a walk and trying just to like, you know, yeah. find little weird things. But uh, what I'm asking at this point is, is, is it out of habit or out of need? Uh, I think it varies depending on my life situation. Sometimes it's out of need. Uh, right now, I think it's out of habit. Nice. Yeah. No, what about you? Real artist. Pro. Just me. Um, <laughs> I think... For personal work, it's out of need, but need to just, I guess, be happy almost yeah. or be satisfied. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for me, working in a studio, even though I make art, I think because it's not personal, it just it it's it gives me satisfaction, but it's not. It just needs a yeah. little bit more. There needs to totally. be something that's like, oh, I made this, and wh- totally. if it sucks or doesn't, yeah, I made this. Yeah. Yeah, I felt the same way when I was working at Lululemon, and I was just like, I need to make something tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you're like, I'm gonna go crazy otherwise. But nowadays, I think because a lot of the projects I'm working on are are so personal in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Anyways, like I have my hand in it pretty heavily, so I think sometimes the desire to just kind of make an extra piece at the end of the night or something mm. is a bit i don't know it's dampened yeah. down a bit that's an, so basically yeah if you're happy that, and that's the thing is some days when depends on a project or the task you're doing totally, yeah. like it can be very aligned with your interests and your yeah. self so it, it does feel like you're just kind of yeah, like feeding the same need or going to the same bucket so yeah, yeah. exactly but yeah still i don't I'm know i'm sure you're more productive than i am just I for that know. reason i do not believe it i do not believe <laughs> it i see that amount of work you make but that's actually that's an interesting one and I haven't talked to many artists but and I feel like I haven't talked enough about it but how so many artists work full-time you know you do eight hours of art or creative stuff a day mm-hmm. and you never get to show it usually I mean unless you get to show a glimpse of it when the project is done yeah that's a, that's a, I feel like it's it's a weird concept to work around yeah it's being in like the the making stage of a project where you can't really necessarily share too mm-hmm. much or whatever it can be I don't know. I find for me in the past, it's made me feel like, oh, I'm not, th- I'm not getting up to enough because I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a milestone or something. But totally. But yeah, yeah. it's still important. I and know. I and I think especially, especially when you uh, see the kind of s- the social media world and the wh- when your friends are creating artwork and you're like, oh, I wish I could show this, but then you yeah. can't. It feels like 
I mean, I guess it depends how much you care, but it, it feels like, oh, I, I wish I could kind of uh, almost like be part of the club or like where is yeah. everyone's sharing and showing work, you know? Yeah, I think social media, uh, especially Instagram, does a good time of like creating that illusion of everyone constantly being in the the like I just finished creating this phase of work you know like it always like wow what fresh work from so and so so and so like how are they doing it this only took five seconds yeah or or (laughs) just like wow they're putting it out like every day or something and maybe they are creating every day but maybe you know maybe that's just from a store of images and and they're really Mm -hmm. making as much as you are and whatever but yeah yeah, it's interesting to think about are you crafting your Instagram is it all is it all is it, it is it super crap? Yeah, no, no. I don't want to no. say that, but you do. No, I mean, I, I do. I do think a lot about um, aesthetics of like mm-hmm. how photos are going together. Um, I can't not think about it. I try to just like I'm just gonna post this and whatever. But then I look at how it's sitting next to things. I'm like, oh no, I need to. I need you're to think about. You're this. building the most beautiful <laughs> Tetris uh, page. I, l- I work with blocks and like shapes, That's right, so it's exactly. hard for me not to be like, oh, a big grid. Like, it's actually the most it. perfect medium for yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah. I can't remember, uh, I think I was talking to uh, Tayyari about how, uh, imagine one day they just they just switch it from three blocks to four in a row. Can Everyone's going to go crazy. Oh my God. That would be a really good April's, uh, first April Fool's uh, joke. Yeah. Imagine just for a day they switch Until it to four. all the big brands just lose their heads. <laughs> I mean, I know they wouldn't do it because they just like lose the yeah. whole audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened? Remember, it's like maybe a couple of months ago, everyone was about to switch to some new app. I and know, everyone I even made an account. The name. That's how yeah. memorable that was to me. Like <laughs> I think it was like Vero. No, I don't know. Something like. Oh, I know. Something like I can't that. Even rem- oh, and I was wondering, like, is th- is this the new era? Yeah. Yeah. But it was. Whatever not. happened to that? It was did, all a lie. Apparently, it was people, lame. Oh yeah. Well, because it was only the first certain number that don't have to pay. Is that? Oh really? Fair? I think. Oh, I, I don't know. know. Whatever. <laughs> but I think Instagram is like it's. I, it's first of all it's too comfortable but two i remember going into that new app and i feel like it was just not as intuitive like it was not clean like you could tell that it's like you don't realize how good instagram is until you try something else you're like whoa this is so clunky mm. no wonder people just stay, <laughs> stay yeah, in yeah, yeah 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 it's just convenient when everybody's already on yeah. there <laughs> I, I, I just wonder i wonder if one day i'll be like too old or lazy to jump onto the next thing Oh, yeah. It'll be the doom of me. Yeah, I, I feel it coming on already, honestly, <laughs> with all the, like, the 3D software. And That's what I was going to say. It's not Bitcoin, true. <laughs> everything. I'm like, I'm too old for that. Like, I'm <laughs> 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 just going to go into the forest and make art, right? Yeah, just do some, I don't know, screen printing somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you, do you like big cities? Um, Vancouver's a nice size, I it's think. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in the middle. Like in, yeah, it's big yeah. enough that you're not... You're not bored that often there's always new stuff going on but not you're, like you're not gonna go into big. forest though no. no my parents live on salt spring and it's that's a bit out there for even me yeah. <laughs> well, it's because you work digital partially that's why i just like Keep seeing people and yeah. like you know having that variation in the world around me people are more. nice yeah sometimes <laughs> so another thing i actually don't remember um what was the final output but i talked to you maybe a month ago and you're saying you were doing the residency yeah right? at maker labs maker mm-hmm. labs i don't know why i wrote art labs maker labs what is art labs? yeah well that sounds cool <laughs> <laughs> but uh what was what was that about and how uh, how did that go mm-hmm. it was uh, it's called the tools for women residency so it's a um female only kind of support and educational sort of program that they have going on there where you get taught uh, how to use the different machinery and also have space and support for creating whatever it is that you'd like to be creating. So it was mm-hmm. really great. It, they take in four women each month and then mm-hmm. you, you stay there for a couple months. Um, and it was wonderful. Like met great people. I, I'm just wrapping up the second month right now. And 
um, really, I'm now comfortable with the laser cutter, which nice. I never was yeah, yeah, before, yeah. which totally like blew my mind. Um, I still want to learn the CNC, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's really cool. Like just, it's inspiring being in there and they have so many different types of creatives just working on whatever they're passionate about in there. How many hours were you spending there or are you? Cause you're still doing um, it. Um, it, it really depended on the week. Like we had to be there every Sunday for a certain amount of time just mm-hmm. to do the, the actual like lessons and stuff like that. Yeah. But then you could come in for as often as you want. Um, when I was doing more wood pieces, I was in there like almost every day and trying to just power through because they have kind of dedicated spaces yeah, yeah. for everything, which was awesome, like a spray booth and that spa- space is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, it's as an so art great. space, it's yeah. I love it in there. Yeah, I would go back. Yeah, people should check it out. Do you think? Um, because people also have studios there. It's not just a, like a drop-in learn, but it's no. Also, yeah, yeah, you can have a studio space, or you can have um, you can just have a membership and be able to use mm, the equipment, yeah, yeah. or have a membership and be able to just like work in the um, what are they called, like the common mm-hmm. kind of areas in there, where they, they have like big long tables that you can just go work at. Um, so yeah, it's really it's really great. There's a lot of options. When are we going to see the final project from that or the final piece? There's been a few. There has been, so we yeah, have seen it. There's there's been a couple that I posted. Um, there's some that are still in the works. Yeah. Instagram to your email. There you go. <sighs> go find them. Yeah. But I thought you knew how to use la- like a laser cutter before. Or no. were you outsourcing it? I was outsourcing it yeah? to Mark Ollinger. Oh yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Mark. Yeah, he's so good. Go Mark. Yeah. So, but now, now, unfortunately, Mark now she doesn't need you anymore. It might just be me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is CNC similar? Uh, I mean, in concept, it's right? It's like laser, a yeah. with a drill bit, yeah, sort yeah. of on the end, and then it cuts through. But it works in in um, the Y axis as well, so it can like mm, have depth move right? in. Yeah, 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 so you have to kind of program it with um, depth as well, which is different. It's I found it that to be at fun. least like ten times more complicated Seriously? than using the laser cutter. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And is it just like the software itself? Yeah, software and, like, the settings and setting it up and everything is just a lot more finicky. Yeah. Yeah. But still cool. So cool. You can cut a lot more stuff on CNC. But it's, once again, it's back to that uh, digital conversion to traditional. Yeah. Like, having something tactile out of the... Totally. It's so satisfying to be able to hold something like that. And it's so perfect. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, I can never draw perfect circles, I know, but... but (laughs) Damn, it can cut a good circle. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Roll it around just to show off how perfect it is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) I like that as well. See, that's where you can, yeah, I guess you, that's where you can turn the digital. But it's just, how do you turn the digital into the fi- final product? No, you, you would project it. So well, like H, H4, for example, they had those, um, I don't know if you saw, but they were making these digital framed images where mm. they had like traditional uh, with yeah, digital and it was kind yeah, of yeah, shifting yeah. and changing. Like they're definitely on the... That's awesome. I don't know. They're figuring it out. But if someone wants to own that piece, they need a projector as well. No. No. No, I think it's like all self-contained. It's, it's within it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Genius. I know. Someone is very smart. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that smart yet, but <laughs> one day maybe. <laughs> you're, you're learning. You're, gonna, you're, you're gradu- graduating towards that. Um, I'm going to keep uh, keep going with the world. I, no, I'm not going to keep going with the word I made up. So the experiment... Not experimentator. <laughs> I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah. Experimentator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what materials have you been <laughs> using lately? Um, I just to myself. What have I been using lately? I've I've been painting. What? <laughs> it's not very exciting. Um, I have all this foil cardstock right now that I'm really excited about playing around with. Um, I want to work with. Oh yeah, I've been using uh, acrylic mirror, which nice. is fun. Yeah, because yeah. you can laser cut that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of possibilities with that that I kind of want to explore more right now. Laser cutting or no acrylic acrylic mirror. 
like laser cutting the ac- acrylic mirror. But oh yeah, but you are like you can't cut mm. it by hand, or can you? Ah, uh, maybe you can. I don't. I dangerous. wouldn't want no. to. I don't, <laughs> 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 I don't think I want to. But yeah, laser cutting it is so effective and satisfying, yeah. and uh, yeah. What has been? Uh, I I guess within ex- uh, experimenting with those tools, what has been the process? I guess like that worked the best. Is there a process that you find works the best when you approach something new like that? Um, I think having an idea, hopefully, and then, or just kind of, it really depends, I think, on the, on the material. But for, like, laser cutting, if it's a new thing, you just kind of try out different settings and mm-hmm. see, I don't know, it's a price point thing, too. Like, how much can I use of this before it becomes unrealistic <laughs> to just experiment with this? Like, paper is really nice because <laughs> it's cheaper, but... <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me you're not going to use sheets of gold just to, you know, <sighs> try it out. That'd be the dream, but yeah, yeah not, not yet. Not yet? One day. Yeah, not yet. I'd like to play around more with acrylic, but it's so pricey. Yeah. yeah. What, what if you get, like, a government grant, half a million? Are you using real gold? No, but I'd probably <laughs> do some big mirror thing. Yeah. Mirror is so pricey, too, but, like, oh, yeah, doing that on a larger scale would be really cool. Us really common satisfying. people don't know how much mirrors cost. <laughs> I just realized I never actually go to buy a chunk of glass. Yeah, well, just like the acrylic mirror, yeah. um, even small sheets of it can be like a hundred bucks. Sometimes, like smallest sheets, it's <laughs> just gotta stick with paper. Yeah, pretend it's reflective, or just get money from somewhere. <laughs> That's right, you gotta get the government off. grant. Yeah, yeah, let's get a grant. But you know how now all the buildings that are going up here, you can um, part of the money goes to an art installation, right? Yeah. I think like an art project. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just gotta get one of those. It seems like a really profitable world to break into. Yeah. So I've heard, yes. Do you have connections? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard <laughs> stories. I've heard stories and it seems like, hmm. yeah, it seems like you get treated very well if you can break into that, <laughs> into Sounds that good. world. Don't tell anyone how to. We can talk. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure it <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, uh, so through all those experiments, is there, what, what's been the most recent uh, discovery? You don't Recent have to give away all the secrets. Discovery. You know, I don't know if I've discovered anything nope. necessarily, but um, I've been messing around with um, trying to do projection mapping outdoors, which is kind of mm. an experiment oh, yeah. in and of itself. Um, trying just to do smaller public um, pr- uh, projection mapping things because mm. I really fell in love with the idea of just kind of activating a space in sort of a whimsical, sort of unexpected way and mm. just sort of like... Um, I don't know, breaking into people's day, whether they're walking home or whatever, just like, oh, yeah. what is that? Some sort of spectacle. So, yeah, it's been really fun to collaborate with my friend uh, Tim on that. Nice. And just, you know, I saw a doorway that was covered up on the street one day, and I was like, we should project onto that. You know, that that's kind of interesting. And so we were able to pull it off, like, the next, you know, the next couple of days. It's fun being able to do kind of quick turnaround, things like that. See, you're, you're, you're a true artist. You just, just think about art everywhere you go. There's That's a door. to yeah. escape it, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, nice. and it's also experiential. Like, yeah. there's something exciting about creating experiences for people, not just, um, not just like, the artwork itself. Um, yeah, that's what I'm, like, most excited about right now. Nice. Is it easy to uh, project, um, and is it easy to map it on a fly? Like, uh, is the software easy enough to like you have a visual let's say you're projecting like a tree in front of us Mm. are you just pulling a bunch of vertices in the software or is it not that simple uh i mean i'm sure tim who's actually doing the projection mapping would say it's not that simple (laughs) as i watch him like yeah i could do that but i'm sure i couldn't uh (laughs) it seems 
I don't know. He's very experienced with the software, so I think he's able to kind of pull it off fairly quickly, but it still would be, like, laborious for mm. someone like you or I to I'm figure curious, out. <laughs> I'm curious how quick he can do that. He can do, like, uh, those moth flash Some people can do it, yeah, things, really yeah. quickly. And even in New York, there's those um, people who have it set up in the back of their SUV, and they wow. pull up to, like, you know, some sort of, I don't know, big, iconic building, and they'll, like those pop out and project onto it on the fly and then drive off kind of thing like i gotta see that that it, sounds really yeah, cool yeah really cool wow. yeah yeah there's oh lots of options oh my god what you could what you could do with that mm-hmm. yeah tim created this uh, uh battery that we could have in the car and like plug everything into so that was really <laughs> great yeah <laughs> be on the fly with it you're turning into like road warriors yeah, my my car is just like the mural vehicle right yeah. now. It's awful. Full of paint. <laughs> yeah, spilled paint, paint in cans, spray paint. Yeah. I remember when we did the Squamish Mural Fest, and, yeah. I, and my car got covered in paint on the inside. I oh no! I had so much fun. I remember being so upset about it, but <laughs> s- since then, I mean, I've been trying to be careful. But yeah, the car definitely turned into a mural vehicle. Once you get it once. Is there, you just, ugh, okay, yeah, here we go. It's, it's hard to it's go back. I tried cleaning up. It didn't work. I tried. Um, let's see. Uh, you, oh, actually, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. So your last art show, Happy Cuts. Uh, yes. Incredible. Thank you. Was that a year ago? It was a summer. God, no. was it a year ago? Maybe. A year is not yeah, a long time, Yeah, it was in the summer. Yeah, yeah, it was in the summer. Yeah. Okay. You said you didn't do one in a long time. I think yours pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a long time. No, th- that was a, a r- really good one. I like how I feel like the way you presented the show and I think that just comes up comes up from your personality and like even the way you're saying you crafted your Instagram it felt like such a it felt like a beautiful package where it felt like a lot of things were really thought out like from mm. your from the card to like the way you painted the wall and the font and then like you go on your website and even the way that page for happy cuts is laid out it feels like uh, so carefully wow, put together i really like you. that that's nice to hear <laughs> but i think it's because your process like even the way you assemble your pieces i think that exact mentality like just kind of flows through everything meticulous i guess in a weird way i'm not a very meticulous person in general but when it comes i feel that (laughs) way (laughs) in any other part of my life i don't feel meticulous but when it comes to artwork i guess yeah it was a fun it was a really fun process for that show yeah i feel like i i went in and i'd never done a show before and i'd never no that was my first show and i had never really made any pieces before i'd never made wood pieces before and it was i i talked to michael from kafka i was like hey i know you want to do the show but can i do wood pieces even though you've never seen that before (laughs) so it was a it was kind of just this whole new thing for me and i took photos of the space and was drawing on my ipad so i i would draw my piece my first sketches of the pieces on the wall so that i could look at the composition of all of them together because i didn't know i was (laughs) like people are only ever going to see it like this so i'm going to start designing with this which was felt really backwards but it kind of worked out no wonder it felt crafted though that's really smart (laughs) i mean you're using your space see that's why everything felt like it really made sense Hmm. you just tied it all together i'm glad it came out that way You're just making it sound worse, though. You're like, oh, first time art show. No big deal. First time. Wo-. It was really good. Thank you. I want to do another one. Yeah. It was good. I, did you, so you mentioned you were working on some smaller pieces. Yeah, just commissions yeah. for people. Um, similar. Similar kind of style. Mm-hmm. Just like layered wood. Uh, I'm working on designing a, my first sculpture mm-hmm. right now, which is really wow. weird. I've, it's, 
I don't know. I feel overwhelmed that's, with the process. That's one, of, <laughs> one out of those stand projects that you're... <laughs> yeah, you know. and just um, that's really my motivation for trying to learn SketchUp right now and trying mm. to, I don't know, master some sort of 3D software. So are you just like doing the sketch in 3D to then um, make it in real life? Or is yes. it going to be 3D printed? It's going to be either laser, laser cut, cut I mean, yeah. a combination of laser cutting and CNC, probably. How big? I don't know. You don't, don't know? know. I, guess I don't know yet. <laughs> and I don't know what it's going to be. And I don't know anything. But I, I'm more just trying <laughs> to figure out, like, how, what is 3D? Like, how yeah. do I ideate within this environment? Because I was trying to sketch and, like, it's so hard to sketch a sculpture. I, or maybe it's not, but I found it difficult. <laughs> so no, I think like yeah, planning it out, imagining something in three D. Yeah, be like it just felt like I was wasting a lot of time sketching. So I feel like three D software is going to be easier. Yeah. And that's the thing about three D; you can scale. I mean, especially if you're using laser cuts. If yeah. You, if your sheets of whatever are big enough, you can yeah. go pretty big. Yeah. One day, so the first step, hopefully. And then you're going to have to fight some permits or something. Oh, this is not safe. Yeah, thankfully, <laughs> I think it's going to be like fairly small right like now she's <laughs> showing me like half a meter <laughs> no you gotta you gotta go like 10 times that let's we'll see a couple of stories we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe this will be my pilot <laughs> pilot one so um, when is the next art show then um it's coming up on the i want to say 20 oh so you actually have one well no no <laughs> it's it's a show called uh graphically speaking and yeah. it's done at uh, monster gallery which is on second just past uh just path main mm -hmm. and there's a whole bunch of us in there really fun people sandeep and uh, christian oh, yeah. awesome. and yeah. people like that and so we were given a big printout of a, a portrait of us mm -hmm. and then we have to paint on it or draw on it with um, only black and white nice. and it's like representative of your style so yeah i think it'll be a fun show how large is it how large is it are the pieces i think they're three by four feet i'm lying it's something like that though wow. it's something pretty nice. big yeah. maybe it's not that big but it's pretty wait big. say it again what was it because i <laughs> because once you started mentioning the data it was like you just said you have no you're planning to know aren't you anyway i think yes. it's the 25th <laughs> 25th very nice yeah oh, so i'll post really about sick. it nice. i know it's really awesome. i'll post about it <laughs> is your piece ready <laughs> yes yeah oh yes. okay so there's there's it no worries ready. no i'm feeling good about it yeah, yeah. it'll be fun okay and then for uh, would you do another solo I would love to. I'm not doing one. I'm not like planning on doing one, but I'd love yeah. to do one. Yeah. I feel like summer is, it's like mural season. I'm ready. That's right. Yeah. You know, mural fest. Who yeah. know? I want to help out. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's going to be busy through the summer. Well, the things that you've managed to keep doing murals during winter too, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've set a bad <laughs> precedent. I feel like <laughs> you're going to be painting in the snow every yeah. year now. Yeah. <laughs> now I just got to lock yourself in a studio and start making. What do you think? What do you think the next uh, solo would be? Um, solo show yeah can we predict would it be would it be still woodcuts or i don't know yeah. i i don't really like painting on canvas or mm. like i don't really enjoy doing like paintings mm. i would say so i think i would probably want to do maybe wood or maybe like mixed media like mixing different whole bunch of different materials together mm -hmm. i don't know yeah something in that vein is that why you stay digital f until like in the initial stages you know? yeah. yeah yeah it's nice and easy i love pure colors yeah. and i found it too frustrating to try and get a pure color swatch when i was uh, painting and yeah, so yeah. digital was so perfect for me i just like really i preferred it but now being able to just go and buy my paint swatches and do it <laughs> and roll it for a mural yeah. it's perfect yeah yeah I, I like the process a lot as well yeah i don't know about you my problem is usually like just picking too many colors oh totally well you end up going to the paint store and you're like wait am i really taking yeah, so many I'm gallons spending five hundred dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> this passion project yeah <laughs> and the thing about i mean you bought paint but it's like if you get a quart or like a 
like the four gallon y- yeah like the price difference is actually like, doesn't make sense the way it breaks down it's yeah. like four times less or something like that it's actually yeah anyways it's so paint's you, expensive you end up buying big buckets of paint and i then know and then <laughs> I, I don't know about you but at the studio but i i have a lot of paint i have like I have a whole a storage locker of paint right now <laughs> <laughs> it's like hey hello friends hit us up if you need paint i actually been sending uh, yeah i've sent a send out a bunch of messages being like hey i, I really don't want to throw this out some really good paint i just oh, got it yeah. yeah that's a good idea i should do that just give it out see you if know. anyone needs paint yeah that's right good people come here yeah, we got paint. Yeah. Come find us. I think I'm going to try to use up some of it, like in a back alley by the studio, just to keep painting. Yeah. For that same reason, like, yeah. I just I think finding permits is going to be just time consuming. Maybe I shouldn't say it, because, well, now I did. And so if someone finds me now, please don't. Yeah, no, yeah. it's going to be great. And the thing that the city is actually <laughs> really great, too, is just it just takes time. I just want to paint. It does, yeah. <laughs> it, I think if you, you know, if you get permission from someone, maybe yeah. you don't need a permit. Is that right? Am I lying? I don't know. If you get, pr- either you need both. Yeah, okay. the, business, the business will still. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. <laughs> or we can just assume so. That's like you said. You got to be positive and uh, just uh, yeah. If you think it's okay, it probably makes. Maybe it it'll yeah, be okay. That's yeah. how it works. There you go. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Where do we go from the art show? Actually, um, for that, uh, just before we finish up with the happy cuts, um, for that art show, did you d- did you already have the iPad Pro? Is that how you're just designing your images yes yeah correct you're the big proponent of apple uh, yeah i'm a pretty big apple fangirl although i've been more angry with them in recent time but i think tell me more well just for <laughs> the, 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 their new computers and the port uh, yeah. situation it makes me really frustrated but i've always been a really big apple fan i have a lot of apple products in my life and just being able to have them all connected and sort of streamlined is really yeah efficient and wonderful that's how they get you i know plus they're beautiful design yeah oh damn them but yeah the ipad has been really great i love bringing it with me if you're traveling or if you're out and just not Mm -hmm. having to kind of lug a whole bunch of stuff with you has been nice one thing i i still that like slows down my process with the ipad i've noticed is just like just getting to the color wheel especially for painting me in in a sense that like uh, painting maybe yeah yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a workaround pretty soon or something. Yeah, but for yeah. painting, though, like, I, I imagine if you're... Maybe you sh- I should be working with more heart-shaped colors. Just, just like, you know, if you're doing a tr- transition from right, one to the other. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I guess I don't do that at all on there. But I can imagine that being annoying. Wait, are you using Procreate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's very good, though. I Yeah. Yeah. Just I know. I mean, all in all, it's pretty good. I'm just spoiled. <laughs> I shouldn't complain. It's all very good. I also have a lot of Apple products, and my brothers make fun of me because they think I'm hipster. You know, that's it's still a thing. No. Maybe it's not actually. I don't know. No, <laughs> I got called that by my brother too yesterday. I think it's still. A thing. Seriously? <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> yeah. Once again, positive thinking. I yeah. Think <laughs> I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get to some harder questions. What, oh, what, what has been the <laughs> what has been the hardest thing last year? Last year. Uh, actually, let's let's specify it with an art because uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. La- hardest thing in art last year, I think. Uh, just being solo as a freelancer mm-hmm. and having to wrap your head around um, kind of managing all parts of your business mm-hmm. from the initial kind of like liaising, courting stage <laughs> with a client <laughs> where you're kind of wooing the men and like all the networking and all the keeping on top of social media mm-hmm. and all that, just like every the invoicing, just there's so many hats to wear. And I think that can really like weigh on you sometimes. Um, as a freelancer, but yeah, I think you just kind of get through it one wave at a time. <laughs> what year are you in? Like what uh, freelancing? <coughs> I guess it's my second year. Yeah, 
Really? Or maybe I'm into my Does, third. Yeah, it mind. feels like it's been longer, but I don't know. Maybe just. Maybe you're right. Maybe I just finished my second year. I don't know. I'm somewhere <laughs> in there. It hasn't been that that long. It's been more than a year. You did a lot. Three. I, mean, <laughs> uh, I guess time flies sometimes, and then it doesn't. But it looks like uh, yeah, it was a lot. Um, as far as advice for, let's say, local artists to get into the art scene, uh, anything you could say? Because beca- because one thing I found, and I wonder. It's definitely like uh, the location makes a big difference, but I mm-hmm. think I don't know as an artist to go from like just making a couple of things and then try to like you're collaborate a lot or you know whether you yeah. want to go into collaborations or actually showing pieces. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with showing pieces because I haven't really been a part of like gallery world very much or trying to get pieces See, into galleries. You, I keep that you are. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny, but I I don't really do that at all. Like I, so for me, I would say like in terms of murals and those kind of things. Um, volunteering with other artists reaching out to those artists and seeing if they need a hand mural fest i think is like the number one (laughs) way and other kind of events like that being able to break into this community of such like we're so tight-knit i think Mm. in vancouver the artists and and just finding a way to get into that and and prove your worth and just like lend a helping hand i Mm -hmm. think is is such a great way to get into the network that's awesome okay and then now an annoying question Uh, and i I know they are, and I they usually uh, maybe a tough one to deal with. But uh, um, as far as style goes, you're definitely got a pretty strong aesthetic. Do you want to? Is there a way how that came up, or was it pretty organic for you? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say exactly how it came up. I've always really liked kind of graphic, uh, bold, colorful things and mm-hmm. patterns. I've always really been in love with patterns and like just simple shapes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Growing up, I was obsessed with Japan. Like, I studied Japanese, and I went there on exchange and all oh these wow. things. So, f- for me, I was really influenced by reading manga and, like, all the kind of just the graphic nature of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that's kind of affected me. But otherwise, I don't know where exactly where it came up. It's just kind of what makes me happy. Yeah. yeah that's a pretty good answer. Because, you know, how, like, I feel like the question of, like, what kind of tools do you use and... How do you get your style? I feel like it's such a, yeah. <laughs> such a common thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like to say I'm not really married to like a style necessarily or like a me- like a medium. Mm-hmm. I, it's more about like how I'm trying to think about working with the material or, or working with others or I don't know how it's making people at large feel or something something like that. I don't know. And when collaborating, uh, do, do you feel like you take on someone else's uh, look or...? Yeah, it's such a cool process to collaborate because um, even if you're feeling uh, pigeonholed or like, oh, this is what I do right now, inevitably, you know, it's merging with someone else's style and and there's going to be something new that comes out of that. And it's kind of a cool process of letting go of control Mm -hmm. to a certain extent and being able to feel strongly about your opinions, but also hopefully you're working with someone that you respect also and like want to, you know. Mm-hmm. make compromises and shift things with just because when i look at your work i think visually maybe it's i, I know it's perception but maybe like when the style is so whether it's graphic or like it's clean i, I feel like there's so many ways to fit something wi- within or blended but i think it's just because it lends itself to it you know where if mm. someone like has a lot of a lot of texture in their work i feel like hmm, i don't know maybe they're just perception but like to, it feels like because you're the way you work is already so balanced i think to bring some bring an element in and not destroy the whole aesthetic mm, maybe yeah i like to try and be flexible um i think it comes from working to in the more design background where you need mm-hmm. to uh change things up depending on your client and and mm-hmm. be able to make something that feels appropriate for them and their brand or whatever so 
I feel the same when I'm collaborating with someone like you're aware of what their style is mm-hmm. and what they're bringing to the table and hopefully you can like pick out some key parts I do feel like yep. my style does fit easily with just because it's like grids it could even you know it could be as simple as like throw a grid or something you know or it could be lines like it can be simple things or it can be complex and I like to be able to kind of have some room to change things up I think you just do a very good job of because you're mentioning like if you haven't done show that many shows and you've been freelancing for a couple of years I think you've once again from the outside it looks like you did a really did a really good job of um not finding yourself because uh, i don't know well you we can talk about that in a bit but uh you the way you present yourself feels like it's uh, it's like defined it's not um it's not uh, wondering too much you know what i mean like even if you're hmm. trying different medium it still feels like it's you yeah yeah I, i like the idea of that a lot i like the idea of not having to um showcase yourself as one easily digestible like mm-hmm. nugget of a creative you know like i do this and and <laughs> making it easy for people like i like the idea of still being able to incorporate lots of different elements and all the things that i want to do and not feel like i look so scatterbrained or like you know because sometimes initially i was really worried about that when i started freelancing i thought like no one wants to see all these different things they're following me for type or they're following me mm. for like mural stuff like it felt really disparate to to like bring them all together into the same place but i feel like now if you kind of intentionally try and balance them out like mm-hmm. you can get away with having all these yeah. weird things together but so do you think you found yourself i don't know it's uh, all a work in progress <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're always changing right i look yeah. back to when i first started freelancing and i don't necessarily do the same stuff as i was doing then mm-hmm. and i feel like hopefully two years from now I'll look back at what I'm doing right now and be like, oh, that was a good stepping stone. Totally. So well, I, I'll, that's a very good way to look at it. I think, yeah, just got to keep advancing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. We're, ne- we're never too satisfied as creatives. But, but that's <laughs> the interesting part is that uh, you see some artists where they feel like tightly stay within a certain yeah. aesthetic and makes me, I mean, I got to get those artists. I'm envious like on some I'm level. I'm curious about that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, definitely. Some people are, are really good at just kind of honing in mm-hmm. on like this exact thing that they want to present to the world and they're really good at it and they make a killing and yeah. it's And wonderful. I guess that's that's what it feels like like find well, I don't know, is it finding yourself or maybe just knowing what works. I don't know. We gotta pick their brain, we gotta find those people and yeah, get them Scott. here. Scott. I maybe. feel Scott is amazing at but that. But Scott has been evolving so much too. Actually True. we gotta get him here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, th- I think you're right though. When he it seems like when he finds an aesthetic he's very good at like uh, diving deep into it. Definitely, yeah. Actually that guy's gonna have a show soon. We gonna have to get him on here. Yeah. The, he's so the good. magic man. Yeah. He's amazing. But his uh, actually being in the studio with him, his, seeing his transition has been very interesting as oh, well. Oh I can imagine. Because yeah. it was a lot more representational. Like even just a couple years ago, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get we'll get. It's that fun that we have yeah. the freedom to change, you know, mm-hmm. like and that you're yeah. not expected to be doing exactly the same thing that you were years ago. It's totally. great, but I think people worry. So actually, you just mentioned um, worrying about, you know, will people follow you for this, follow you for that? Yeah, is that a is it still? A, do you still worry about that? Sometimes, I don't worry about it now, but like it it passes through my brain. Let's say if I do a very particular kind of project like a basketball court and then mm-hmm. a whole bunch of like basketball people will follow me <laughs> and I'm like oh maybe they don't realize that like this isn't really what I do all the time like I'm not related mm-hmm. to basketball I don't really do or post anything <laughs> basketball related like this is a one-time thing <laughs> sorry don't guys get excited, yeah. and I'll see them drop off later I'm like okay <laughs> cool they figured it out but you know whatever like it's whatever people want i feel like it's like uh, watching a tv people tune in they yeah. tune out and like whatever <laughs> all, the to let it affect me. <laughs> all the basketball fans like she's a poser 
right? Uh, well, I kind of am because I don't know anything about basketball. Like literally designing that court, I wasn't really thinking about basketball. That's okay. <laughs> you gave them some good art. Yeah, it yeah. was more about just like fun. It's a it's a circle basketball court, so it's not very traditional anyways. You're welcome, guys. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do not complain. Yeah. yeah. But like, so when approaching social media then, I guess you s- when, when you said you like the way you craft your um, feed, I guess, uh, the way you post, I mean, that's because you just like to. Yeah, yeah, I try to do. I don't always do it that way. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, if I'm exhausted, I'll be like, and I, yeah, I don't know about you, but sometimes in like third or fourth day of a mural, when you're just like worn down, you're like, here's a photo just of me working, and it's not yeah. really beautiful. Maybe <laughs> I'll delete it later. But like, please, like I'm alive out here. I understand why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a SOS. You just got to do a disclaimer in the beginning. Yeah, I'm very tired. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but um, no, I generally try and I don't know aware of it but i just enjoy that it's just like a mm-hmm. fun visual it's like almost like a puzzle to me the, the social media is a fun game to keep up with yeah it's i don't know do you do you enjoy it do you find it fun i've been trying to kind of like you're saying where you try to be try to create myself or more almost but not to not creating like the work i make but the work i show i guess mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it, it, it does sound like a lot. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it, seems, it, it ends up being work <laughs> if you start caring so much. But yeah, I, I think it's important too because, like you said, especially, well, in your case, you're saying that's the main place you show your work. It yeah, really, definitely. It really does feel like that's where people these days especially go to. It's like, oh, hey, does this, like if you mention oh an artist, goodness, yeah. is, are they on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, I can't count the number of times that people have reached out for other reasons and been like, oh, I mean, came across you on Instagram. And I don't know how they land there. But yeah, it's pretty much the only way I get work these days. That's why I should <laughs> care, but some days it's like you said, some days. Just, yeah. yeah, it's and it's easy to overthink it too, and mm-hmm. I don't know, get caught up in that sometimes. So totally. I try not to. I try to. I don't know, limit myself a little yeah. bit. I try to bring. I do. I try to talk about this subject quite a bit, just because it does seem so overwhelming, and mm-hmm. yeah, everyone kind of treats it in their own way. Yeah. Well, I remember back in design school, one of the teachers said to us that. Uh, they were talking about some local artist who was big a big deal and and people were really loving her work and she was saying oh it's because they love the romance of this idea of her as an artist you know seeing the Mm. images of her going off on her trips to france and Mm. like with the baguette and Uh. like painting in the field (laughs) of like whatever lavender so uh, i don't know there's something people seem to love the like the romance and the idea of what it is to be an artist and sometimes i don't know it can get easy to get caught up in that, like, oh, how are people viewing me or something? But I hate, I don't know. I try to not to try to stay it. away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> try and just be authentic and whatever. <laughs> totally. I can relate to that. But then on the other hand, oh, actually, um, uh, Saturday? Yeah. No, Friday. I went to Victoria to do a live painting. I was talking with some artists there how uh, people, especially when you start, like, if you do live painting once and you've done some, when you speak to people in person, they actually. I think when people buy a piece of art, especially when it's like this physical thing, yeah, it, it's it's unfortunately and maybe fortunately true that people do want to buy a persona in some way. You know, totally, they want to yeah. buy a story. So yeah, I, I know it's it's hard. See, it's hard. Like, it's like you need to you do don't care, it to a certain yeah. extent. <laughs> and then I see people doing it so well, and mm. I know maybe I know them personally, mm. and then I see like what they're doing online. And I'm like, good for you. You know, like it's <laughs> great that they're able to pull it off. I just every time I try and do it, I end up feeling like. I don't know. You're fake. Inauthentic. <laughs> and then I overthink it and I'm like, somebody knows. I need to delete it right away. <laughs> this isn't the real me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm too neurotic for that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's when you start <laughs> treating yourself like a business. 
Yes, you know, that's okay the thing, it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's such a it's a tricky shift for a lot of us. I think mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, you mentioned so the program at Maker Labs, not mm-hmm. Art Labs, but called <laughs> that too. <laughs> and then this uh, show you're doing. Do you feel like um, do you feel there's a lot of su- support for female artists specifically? Well, let's say in Vancouver. I don't know, like. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I try not to get too caught up in the idea of being a female artist Mm -hmm. as much as I was doing this Maker Labs thing. It was more just, in that case uh, specifically, it was more, I was too scared to go in and and learn the tools on my own. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I think it is really great and especially sort of a male-dominated wood shop, for example, Mm -hmm. to know that you have like three other girls that you can go in there with (laughs) and you're like sending, you're like, hey girl, like it's, it's a really cool vibe. And in that case, like I really loved it. But I think, I don't know. Otherwise, I think there's just a lot of support for artists. And I, I like the idea of just being supported as a, as a fellow artist and not just like a, you know, a female artist specifically in Vancouver. But so that's just me. I but don't where know. do you stand on that then? Because on one hand, I don't know. I know. I like it. I'm it making, should be I'm, so, you know I'm, what I mean? I know. Yeah, I'm benefiting yeah. from the program, but also saying this. But I, yeah. No, but it's not what I'm saying. Uh, what I mean is that it's, uh, you know, and then it's all sensitive and I don't know how, like, Meaning, like, I, I want it. It's like you want it to be the world where everyone gets equal opportunity. So yeah. I guess my question is, like, do you feel like? Am uh, I getting equal opportunity? Yeah, basically yeah. that. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I would say so for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never. Yeah, I like you get the odd, weird situation come up as a female in, in this industry where mm-hmm. maybe you have like an uncomfortable interaction or something. But I think for the most part, I've been really like well supported and given so many opportunities, um, just as an artist. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the ideal world is that they don't care. If you're yeah. A, if Hopefully. Like, I hope I'm not yeah, just getting them because I'm female. I would feel so <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> that, that, would, that would not be, that would not be <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Just because, uh, you know, as like, w- a lot of these conversations happening, I think it's very interesting to see perspective from kind of the, the, with the various fields or, mm-hmm. yeah. And I guess because also you are freelancing, you represent yourself so, so much, you know, you're not like a, you're not like a, cog or like you're not part of this machine where yeah. i guess the dynamics are so different you know yeah, yeah. there's no separation between you and your work often mm-hmm. as a freelancer you're just they're viewing your work and then that's their opinion of you and like yeah you like that <laughs> i don't know it can be stressful sometimes but i take a lot of pride in my work and trying to be as professional as possible so i think you know if you care then hopefully i don't know hopefully that that'll work out in your favor but who knows are you a perfectionist often often yeah. yeah although i feel like working in all, on all these big murals and just like group projects it really teaches you to not really be as much of a perfectionist <laughs> yeah <laughs> sometimes in murals you have to really have to, really let, it go. Have to let go sometimes, sometimes yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> when it's late and you're like I could fix that one little thing, but yeah. really, can I live with it like this? Yes. <laughs> but uh, but also when it's like, oh, so this curve is two meters, and it kind of messed up this curve, and it goes up like, well, let's say by four inches a little too high, mm-hmm. and it has six colors that transition. I could fix this curve, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna take me a day. Or yeah. Sometimes it's a matter of like, will people know, or will it only be you that knows that it's a problem? I don't know. Yeah, we shouldn't tell this to people, <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah, and I, and I guess then just like eventually when you figure out how to be a really good problem solver. Yes. That kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, just being resourceful and yeah. <laughs> good problem solver. Yeah. Okay, what's the biggest wall you've done so far? Biggest wall? Yeah. Ooh, um, it might be Maker Labs. 
actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was Colin, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was really big. That was really tall and long. <laughs> <laughs> and he survived it. And he survived it with many sunburns. Yeah. That yeah. area looks so beautiful. I was, I was driving here. like the. Oh, I love it. It's yeah. actually kind of too bad that there, there's not that many people there. I know. Yeah. Well, it's getting it's getting yeah. busier. I feel like people I know are moving into that, that area. You never know. It's all going to get big. More murals. Go yeah. find some walls over there. Does your building have a painting on it? No. No. No, mm, no, yeah, yeah. my strata's not gonna love that. But <laughs> what are you gonna do about that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta bug some people unless about it. Yeah, if you can, yeah, unless you're doing it for free, the strata's not gonna agree. Good. <laughs> all right, all right. So, I guess let's keep it going. So, um, do you make, actually, well, do you make uh, one five ten year plans or anything like that? Um, I used to when I worked at Lululemon because it was part of being an employee <laughs> there. But no, recently I have not done that. Okay, let's do it now. Really? <laughs> we don't have to, but... Okay, we yeah. could. I'm just curious. Uh, I guess you just go with the flow or... It's been so much of just kind of uh, reactionary living mm-hmm. where things will pop up and then I'll be like, great, that sounds awesome. And then that will be my life for a little bit and then <laughs> something up will pop up after that. And then, you know, I don't know. I've just been kind of jumping from one project to another and there hasn't really been mm-hmm. too much of a downspell that caused me to really reflect on things overly but i've been enjoying the like the process so mm-hmm. far yeah maybe a better question is uh well what is your ideal life situation maybe you know like what are you building towards right what is it? yeah i think eventually i would like to have some sort of a studio with like-minded people and be able to I don't know, tackle bigger, bigger projects on a more, I don't know, group basis. Right now I'm doing that, but it's all very unofficial when it does happen. So I mm-hmm. kind of scramble and pull people in and, and I don't know, I just don't feel like I have the right structure in place to really facilitate that. But I'd, I'd like to work up to, I don't mm-hmm. know, being able to tackle bigger, bigger things. With, that's with when groups. you, that's when you build a fort. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then yeah. One day. I think I'm going to turn, turn corporate. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try not to. You're going to fight the system? I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing corporate work. Uh, it's often really cool, and people get great opportunities there. But, yeah, it just depends. <laughs> <laughs> making all the people working in studios right now, making everyone sad. No, there's great work <laughs> out there. There's great, great studio work. Uh, yes. Also, I think it keeps you more motivated yeah. on your own personal projects. If you can. Actually, I think a lot of artists say they've drained by the, by the time really, they get yeah. home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they don't do it. I mean, maybe those are all excuses. I there's always a reason not to do it. <laughs> you know? I know. No matter if you're <laughs> freelancing or in a studio. Yeah. But you were able to make art when you were working full time, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's just because you're too much of a hard worker. <laughs> that's how we. That's, that's how this whole thing started. <laughs> what is your What is your happy place? Happy place. Mm. I would say, uh, in Vancouver, probably just being at home with my cats. It's very <laughs> relaxing. My apartment looks out at the city, so it's really nice. Just kind of people watch from a distance. I'm very introverted. <laughs> <laughs> Yet you want to hang out with people. You're somewhere in between. Well, you need social contact, but like. You know, being on your own for me <laughs> is very revitalizing. You can only take so much of uh, social interaction. Yeah. That's too much. You, you know. can only take too much time alone before you go stir crazy. And yeah. yeah. What's uh, what has been um, a recent coolest art or book or a movie or an experience? That was not a really well 
worded question. I should probably should have wrote it down no, better. But you get the gist. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. I'm trying to think what I've been up to lately. Um, it's been so much mural. <laughs> God. <laughs> Your brain is just. I know my brain is just like night mush right now. Um, most inspiring thing lately. I went to go visit a studio mm-hmm. of um, a local art wood artist mm-hmm. named Ari. Ari Laser. And wow. his work is amazing. Yeah, it's made out of all these layered laser cut, very intricate design, almost mandalas sort of thing, uh-huh. but not necessarily that. But they all spin in different directions, layered on top of each other, oh and create these patterns that are wild. Anyways, and he also creates lanterns that cast lights with all these patterns, and they're beautiful. And is it all, all laser cut? Yes, all mm-hmm. laser cut. What's his name? Ari Laser. His, his, his last, last name, name is actually laser. laser. <laughs> I know. I was like, this is your calling. Uh, he, had no, he had no choice. He was doomed. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or it was faded in the stars. What's opposite yeah. of doomed? Uh, blessed. Destined. Destined. Yeah. Oh, let's not go blessed. Destined. <laughs> <laughs> to be the laser artist. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm. so amazing. Also, um, uh, I think, I think well, there's a whole bunch of people, but I think it was H4 and like Tim Rolls and those guys, mm-hmm. they were doing this huge light show at um, Queen Elizabeth Park mm-hmm. and they had created this whole sort of interactive experience with um, addressable like LEDs where you walk underneath them and they like change as, as if the cherry blossoms were lit up and that wow. was very inspiring. I, I made it out to the edge of it. It was the night it was like torrential raining, but <laughs> very cool that people yeah. are getting up to stuff like that in the city. I find that very inspiring. Do you actually have enough time to go out and check out all those things? I try. Yeah. I'm making, I'm trying to make a point of going out to see things when I'm not tied in with like murals yeah. or stuff like that, which is often <laughs> often yeah. the case. Yeah, it's hard. I really want to be, su- you know, you want to be supportive mm-hmm. and reciprocate especially when other people are trying to make a point to come out and support know, right? you and blah, yeah. I try to, but... It's hard, yeah. it's hard, especially when it's raining out. Yeah, and sometimes... But also the hard part is, y- you know, you either go support someone or you make art. Like, meaning, like, you go see other people's <laughs> yeah. art or you make art. And when yeah. it comes to that choice, you're like, oh, I don't want to be the terrible person, but... I know, it depends on the day, you know? Like, yeah. some days you, <coughs> some days you got to be selfish, a little <laughs> bit more selfish. Some days you can be, like, a little more selfless. And I give myself to, well, maybe not too many, but definitely give myself that excuse. No. Well, you're working during the day, too, right? I mean, when you have no freedom yeah. during the day, like, giving up your evening is, I don't know, <laughs> that's very hard. It's, it's a lot of time. Yeah. You're right, it's valuable. I wouldn't want to do it if yeah. I was working 9 to 5. Thanks. I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> worry. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to figure that out one day. Yeah, do, uh, once again, it's just like that finding that balance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's. I don't even know if balance exists, but I'm hoping to work towards. <laughs> yeah. I gotta gotta keep searching. Yeah. Is there uh, before we get to uh, a couple other questions? <laughs> is there anything? I guess because one thing I, I feel like on this um, so far on a podcast is like I, I, I'm leading, but anything, anything exciting happening? Because sometimes it's kind of. Uh, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if I'm aware of all the, trying to be aware of all the, I don't know whether it's events or something uh, happening. Yeah, uh, well, I mentioned the or gallery show yeah. coming up in a few days. Um, other than that, I feel like there's not something specifically that I can no. mention. Yeah. It's all secrets. It's all like weird things that are oh, still in the works. Brain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just personal, personal, personal projects. I'm sure there'll be a f- some exciting ones coming up. Nice. And uh, and as far as um, freelancing, like uh, I guess I should have asked it before, but um, when you're doing a lot of this work where 
uh, you know, if it's not paid, like, is there a way you find to, to balance it out? Because that's actually, yeah, I should have asked it earlier, but like, is there, like, do you have safe places to go to in case, I mean, like, for sure, work I can somewhere? do design work. Yeah. Uh, is that the last case? thing you want to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I try not to do much design yeah. work these days. Um, it's not my absolute favorite thing to do, but I still enjoy thinking about it and, and the psychology of that and, you know, yeah. how it all works. So, yeah, I, I do design work if I need to, and then there's other things there's like illustration projects or mm-hmm. um i did a book cover like which was the tactile oh, type yeah it hasn't come out yet but okay. uh, you know things like that or trying to think of like the sculpture or mm-hmm. fine art pieces just trying to i don't know pull in little things here and there when there's not like murals or big bigger projects yeah. but do you, do you keep up with the design world um, I do in the sense that all my friends are still in all the agencies and so things come up like, you know, a project may come up here or there or, mm-hmm. or I have friends even from the Lulu day that have gone on to open their own businesses and oh. then need design support. So I'm able to kind of do um, things here and there. Because it actually seems kind of from the outside looking in the design world seems pretty overwhelming like it's such a rich in terms of just being so many yeah yeah there's so many designers yeah (laughs) and like i know uh, like apart from it being such a popular medium and also very much in need you know like marketing is everything these days and seems like yeah but there's so much to pay attention to definitely do you go to uh, um i asked tara the uh the question last time is there is there anywhere you go to see news for the art world specific news no mostly online i mean facebook for me is pretty much only to be invited to gallery shows <laughs> or like events like that so right. i like to try and keep up with things like that there and then yeah. for me it's more exciting just to follow everybody on instagram yeah. and just kind of mentally refresh constantly like what are these people up to what's that person up to because sometimes projects will come my way that aren't really appropriate for my style and it's mm-hmm. really nice to be able to be like oh yeah, I do know someone that's like yeah. doing that exact thing and I can, that would be perfect for you and be able to like connect those people. I just try and, I don't know, follow everyone. <laughs> but, but is it, I don't know. It's uh, not like would a hub for news necessarily. But I mean, there's magazines. I just, I don't know if people read. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely know there's art magazines. Are you, are you talking about like trends, like design trends or? Uh, what the, so uh, I want to, because design and then like the this, you know, some sort of fine art world mm. we're in or like riding this fine line because, well, especially for you, like you do both. Um, because I feel like uh, for music, I think it's easier. There's like publications that do a really, job of, a really good job of either curating or like kind of, yeah, I don't know, we can kind of learn about what's happening, like kind of yeah. the climate of a genre. I feel like with yeah. art, I don't know, and maybe it's more, you see more of that in design. <coughs> yeah, for, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I follow a lot of accounts like Juxtapose or mm. whoever it might be that, feature constantly feature either artists or designers or photographers or whatever and and talk about their shows and so I feel like just by kind of like passively taking that all in on Instagram I get a pretty good sense of like new trends or like oh that's exciting or I find a lot of inspiration from from there I think as long as you follow the right people though yeah what if you boxed yourself in and you don't even know it (laughs) yeah I mean I'm sure it's possible I really like I don't know I enjoy like deep diving yeah. and kind of like following th- a person to a related person and being like okay cool this is an interesting style and but then I there's an algorithm i know no it's all controlled <laughs> i know i have a fake sense of <laughs> control and free will and everything uh, but it's still fun uh, yeah. it's pretty pictures i wonder if it would <laughs> even work well i guess like the smaller publications work yeah i don't know it just feels like for example 
like if you want to find a residency you go here if you yeah. want to find like a city project you go here if you find want to find murals you go here yeah if you want to know about art shows there's not even like for example for vancouver i feel like the the tiers of galleries they're so separate that yeah like, like if you're not i don't even know like if you're not following you're just not even there you know there's a couple mm. of galleries for example on uh i would say like around maine yes. that are that you can see they're just like higher echelon but like, i don't like, i'm just not even part of that world yeah like, uh, i feel the same way yeah but but do you want to be part of that world i don't know uh, yeah. <laughs> i don't even know what that, that is <laughs> like yeah, i know yeah. I, I feel like people naturally sort of just yeah. break off into their segments maybe i don't know i i don't really have a desire to go to the like fine 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 art galleries no, that's not you. oh no not i i can go in and appreciate it but but yeah it's true it is tricky to find out about what's going on but wha- why would you not be want to be there do you know what it's like I'm okay maybe that's harsh it's <laughs> not that i don't want to be there it's just like not the first thing that i'm wanting yeah, to yeah, do yeah. necessarily yeah. <laughs> if i had the choice between kind of a weirder more experimental gallery mm-hmm. space to check out or totally. like a really high-end one i'd probably pick the weird one i guess it's just that you know if let's say you do want to keep going with more art shows and you know if you want to make it so that it actually like supports your living mm-hmm. uh, you have a couple of choices to make you know whether you yeah I don't know, like try to craft yourself somehow, like you're saying, and to. I know I have a hard time picturing myself as being in those kind of galleries, but who knows? <laughs> I mean, who knows? One day. <laughs> no, one day I have to keep making pieces first, and then you never know. Just have just have some sort of deep write up. Did you go? Did you go to Emily Carter School? No, no? I didn't. I went to uh, the idea program at, at oh, Cap. Cap. That's yeah. right. So very it's nice. Very like kind of practical the more like practical side of things and like the advertising side of things i feel like i didn't really get a fine art uh, experience like you would emily carr it's interesting because a lot of people went into that program like uh, i know a lot of good artists that came out of the program but also (laughs) a lot of artists they came into the idea idea program yeah Yeah. thinking they would be painting or drawing a lot more and then just (laughs) and then they didn't but i mean if you wanted you get kind of yeah right yeah there's there's a few people that i graduated with who are still doing full-time illustration and, mm-hmm. and making their living off that which is really cool but mm-hmm. most of them i think are designers yeah. at this point christian you're beast if you're listening oh, <laughs> art jesus so we called him in school yeah. oh, you say art jesus yeah oh we were like what is art jesus gonna be up to like he was just <laughs> always pulling something out of his hat he's so good is it christian Fowley? is that how the name on instagram <laughs> yeah. look yeah. him up yeah he's so good but um yeah th- that's the interesting part yeah the, 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 yeah seeing the people who went through that program but then um it, i think it just shows who can teach themselves really in a sense or like using the tools that you're able to get and then kind of push it farther yeah yeah did you like going to that school yeah it was uh <laughs> no it was really great it's a different program now yeah. um it's now turned into a four-year degree program and mm-hmm. it's very kind of different taste to it i think but mm-hmm. um when we were there it's it had a really good reputation and Mm -hmm. so we all kind of knew like this is legit we're gonna get out of this (laughs) and we're gonna be really prepared for like the industry (laughs) but we yeah it it just really puts you through everything like Mm -hmm. you're just so physically drained and people developed all these like health conditions you know (laughs) people were sleeping there overnight under their desks and like contorting into these strange (laughs) postures like i don't know it was really good but you come out of it just thinking like you're about to go into war or something Mm -hmm. like this is the industry and then you realize (laughs) like wow it's actually really not that bad compared to school i think that's a good tactic though if they, Maybe, like, if they yeah. scare you so <laughs> yeah i guess so yeah rather than under try and yeah. get a drop out beforehand 
<laughs> rather than underrepresenting, and then you get out there and you're like, wow. It's true. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's probably better to have that situation. But when you went there, was it already a degree? Like, no, no, it was a diploma program still. So do you think that was better? I enjoyed it more. I mean, I went into it with a degree already, so it mm. wasn't really like a priority for uh, me to get a degree, yeah. but I'm sure some people would have maybe preferred that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For my school as well, because, of, well, different like animation, but I kind of liked that it was like a, like a boot camp, not boot, like where you... Yeah, you definitely lost a lot of sleep and yeah, yeah, very intense. But I, I feel like <laughs> I don't know usually people like end up doing it to themselves. Meaning like if you uh, the if you didn't want to do that, like I guess you wouldn't have to even stay like in the idea program. Meaning like you didn't have to work as hard if you that was not part of it. You know? What? Yeah, yeah. So you I mean know what I mean? Like there's always going to be people who are just like kind of uh, skate by or just don't push yeah. as hard. Yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely high expectations set for you in the program, but yeah, it's whatever you want to put into it at the mm -hmm. end of the day. If you had to give uh, people advice to like, if they're um, planning to go into post-secondary for, let's say, let's, let's say two, like, so I don't know, like illustration and design, which, which schools in Vancouver. I still think that the idea program is really good. You're not going to throw some shade? No, <laughs> I mean, it's just different. It's different now. The nature of it's different now that it's a degree program. Mm -hmm. And um, the expectations are different. Your class kind of time is spent differently. I, I don't know. I, d I can't really speak to the new <laughs> version, but it worked out well for me. But I think also Emily Carr's new campus is just unreal. It's so amazing. I would, <laughs> I would, yeah, I would find any reason to go back there if I were you and <laughs> just go use all their beautiful facilities because it's unreal. This is where, yeah, when you see a really nice campus, you're like, oh, I kind of want to go back right? to school now. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it made me, for the first time, really want to go back yeah. to school just to, like, do, I don't know, pottery or something there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to take on like a degree program, but it'd no. be fun to take some courses. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Some courses would be fun. We'll find some. So maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do it. You never know. You never yeah. Know. And <laughs> then we'll regret studies. it. Let's do it. <laughs> Shall we go dark? What's your, what was your biggest failure? Biggest failure. Oh boy. Oh, nothing's coming to mind right now. You're not, you didn't fail. That's, that's no, I'm sure I did though. I think probably, I don't know if it's like a distinct failure, but I think just not uh, knowing the worth of my work mm. coming into this and kind of um, devaluing it and wanting to please people mm. and wanting to just like make a project happen no matter what sometimes, especially when you're starting out and you're just like, I need to, like, I need to get it, like yeah. no matter what. So I think, you know, just having that attitude has been something that's really been hard for me to like get out of and mm -hmm. and be able to actually demand you know appropriate compensation and not get not get like emotionally won over when people give you the whole spiel about like why it's so great that you're you're, you're giving them free work you know like mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I find I, I'm like oh yeah like you are going through a hard time <laughs> like oh it's so true you know and then you, like by the end you're like agreeing to something and you get home and you're like damn it <laughs> <laughs> so I know so just uh, like I find that to be a failure I'm not like hard on myself about it I think it's mm -hmm. normal but just trying to get out of that headspace is yeah where I'm at but it's also hard to even know what your value is especially totally. when it's so abstract and that's that's part of the problem right yeah. is you're kind of especially as a freelancer you're just in the dark a lot of the or you feel in the dark about like how much to charge mm -hmm. or like blah 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 if you're mm -hmm. pitching for something and you're like well someone's gonna give something cheaper so i should go cheaper and yeah i, I don't know 
That's it's such a tough one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we kind of we spoke about that a little bit before, mm-hmm. but yeah, knowing the value, and I think also because art in itself is so abstract, meaning like if you say that's what it is, I mean, it, if, uh, it technically it could be now this is how much the service costs, you know, yes. and then and then totally, yeah, and that's why like when you see contemporary or like modern art, when you see a square, you know, I mean bad <laughs> example like you know being sold for millions, and yeah go down that path i know <laughs> and then i think i would have a really hard time with that too i don't i, I don't yeah. think i could feel good about charging that much for something like and that. I, and i think that's the problem like uh, being an artist like feeling like oh um maybe because you like it so much you feel like it's not worth enough uh, and then that's the you just end up being undercharged yeah yeah uh, it's there's a lot of head games that go on i think that's kind of the trickiest part yeah. have been the trickiest part for me is just did your school talk about that at all that. Uh, a bit yeah but, i mean they, they do talk about like mental wellness and just mm. like how about self-talk and things more broadly like that but it's so hard because i feel like inevitably you're going to be stressed out yeah. and, and overthinking things when you're a student i guess the cool thing these days that with the youtube and podcasts and all this kind of medium i think now th- i've been noticing a lot more resources yeah for that specifically just artists just speaking out and uh yeah especially experienced people who mm-hmm. can kind of give a bit of a guideline to what you either should be charging or what kind of the industry standards are because back to the point uh, that i talked about before is that you know if you do undercharge then the next person is gonna kind of suffer from that and yeah. it's a weird one yeah but you know but you know on the other hand people don't want to talk about money and that's i know it's, one, a, right? it's a tricky thing and yeah. then some people are really demanding of you and reach out and are like how much are you charging for this this and this like yeah. tell me everything and you're like whoa whoa <laughs> like i want to help you but like yeah. this is a lot so yeah it's i don't know it's uh, it's a hard balance between like wanting to share your resources as, as an artist <laughs> and then like also trying to you know preserve some sort of like space and mystery and like uh, power over your own kind of way of doing things and yeah it's a weird balance our, our takeaway from this podcast is nothing is easy and nothing <laughs> is easy everything's hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a tough world um let's see what is one thing that uh if people found out about you they'd be no what is one thing that people would be surprised to find out about you God, like I'm bad i've at this given today. everything away yeah, let I me know. think about another weird thing um the show is just about talking about secrets really. yeah. yeah i i am really good at dance dance revolution <laughs> wow is <laughs> that because you spend a lot of time in japan is that a popular um, thing it it is a popular thing there but i don't think it's because of that i'd like i wish i could say it was but it was <laughs> just me in my basement <laughs> playing it as a teenager <laughs> a lot i've never played it i I've seen it in arcades, but it's so it fun. seemed very intimidating. It's real. Well, <laughs> it is when you're like up on a platform in front of exactly. people. In the, but if you're doing it at home, <laughs> whole different story. <laughs> uh, very nice. See, yeah. we're, we're learning a lot. Yeah, All right. There you go. Um, <laughs> and then uh, this one, uh, uh, last one before we wrap up. Um, if you could give yourself advice before you went into post-secondary, before you went into study. Mm, yeah. Before, let's say before you went to Capilano, yeah. what advice would you have given yourself? your younger self i think before studying all this i probably would have tried not to have a i I had like a very clear image of what i was going to be doing after i thought i'd be in advertising Mm -hmm. and like doing all this stuff and i feel like i restricted myself during the program a little bit with the idea that i was going to be going into this sort of specific realm and then coming out of it i'm like oh i'm now an artist i guess so Mm -hmm. yeah just trying to be 
a bit more open about things while you're still in school because you're not necessarily meant to, you know, have your voice figured out already mm -hmm. and like how about you're meant to be more experimenting and like I don't know just taking things a bit more lightly that's amazing though because it sounds like you followed that advice meaning if you did actually get it you yeah know like I mean? after it's weird <laughs> I feel like now I've, once yeah. I've graduated I've been doing that but while I was in the program yeah. I was so like oh advertising and branding yeah. and like that was what I thought I was going to be doing for sure but you know every you never waste anything that's the nice thing about freelancing everything you do is investing in yourself even if a project doesn't work out or yeah. a concept doesn't work out like it's still just investing time in yourself and not like some external company. That's an awesome way to look at it because uh, yeah, you can just, you can either be very upset and yeah. not, not think it's worth it or you'd yeah, be like, yeah. Oh, I took some time to draw today and yeah. like it didn't pan out into anything, but mm -hmm. it's not, at least it was like your own kind of idea and concept and skill. I have to remind myself that I think it's very easy to be negative. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Especially easy. As an artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The easiest. I definitely, yeah. Gotta, yeah, I should, write down some sort of smart quote on my wall or something i write it on my mirror <laughs> in my you, bathroom do you, do you write quotes yeah or just, or just like things i want to remember awesome. like I don't, yeah i don't even know what the light latest <laughs> one was but you know just things because it's the first thing you see when you go into the washroom like up there it's kind of nice yeah. giving out good advice for free ah, very yeah. nice so kind yeah. <laughs> thanks so much that oh was, uh, thanks for having me that was very good that was so that was fun. Really, and i can't believe two hours went by yeah that's so fast that was amazing all right, let's see. Um, we should give out, where should people find you? Uh, on Instagram. That's right. The yes, the best, Tierney best. Milne. And yeah. not on my website because it's not up to date. So yeah, Instagram. It's a really good, no, it's, uh, your website is really <laughs> good. Like I was saying, just, <laughs> just, go, just go to her website and check out the um, Happy Cuts. That stuff is really good. You have a couple of murals up there. Um, yeah. There's you need a, a mural things. section by now. Though. I, You've I done need so to many. redo my website yeah. real bad. <laughs> you do, just add more stuff to it. Your, your website is very, yeah, I don't know. Thanks I think so it's really cool. Thank you. Amazing. All right. So go find her. Um, let's see. If you want to check out uh, or find out more about Creative Theory Podcast, you can go to Instagram, Creative Theory Podcast. I mean, yeah. Facebook, we're on there. I'm not making Twitter. I don't know how that thing works. Yeah. I don't think I'm. Yeah. <laughs> One day. You never know. But I don't think so. Um, if you are missing out on your art dose next week, snack cast Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. They're amazing people, and it's really good. Um, I think today I decided I'm going to take us out with this smooth thing. It's uh, Rude uh, with Eternal Youth. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you, and uh, have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.